This episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by Patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse. Comic Book Click is on Patreon, guys. For as little as $0.10 cents a day or $3 a month, not only can you help keep the lights on here at Comic Book Click headquarters, but your donation gives you access to exclusive content like CBC commentaries, polls where you can choose what content we cover next, and special behind-the-scenes footage of things here at Comic Book Click. Visit Patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse today and become a Patreon. And remember, you, yes you, are worthy. Hello everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano, aka The Don, and if you're listening to this, you could only be here for one reason, and that's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast in the brand new year of 2022, and as you know, we are always brought to you by Comic Book Click, but as you also know, I am never alone. First, sir, can you please introduce yourself? I am back in the stew for this EP, Cloud is Maximus, baby. Cloudus Maximus is here, but he's not even alone. We got a three-man booth tonight. Uh, other sir, can you please introduce yourself? I'm Alex, a.k.a. B-Roke. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy to be here. I'm telling you, it's a bit poetic. Uh, B-Roke, you were the last um, person we've let on this podcast continuously. Jarvis was actually the first. So we're coming in. You know, this is all poetic, the way we're doing this like, episode like here today. The, the booking. <laughs> you understand? That, 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 that's how we're doing it. But wow, what a year 2021 was. We're still recovering from the year that was 2020, I feel like. I feel like we spent the whole year of 2021 sort of kind of recovering from everything that we had to deal with in 2020. But this year has given us some definite ups, some definite downs. Some of the best things I've ever seen. Some of the things that just made me downright mad. We're going to chop it up about mm-hmm. all that. Movies, TV shows, comic book series, toys, video games, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything that is 2021. So without further ado and without all this, uh, you know, dog and pony show, I'll let Jarvis Ooh. go ahead and tell me what he thought was one of the best things to come out of 2021. So good. I, I'm a, I'm, I'll start right off the bat. Spider-Man, man. In general, or you were talking Spidey. about No Way Home? In 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 general, as Spider-Man fans, we have been how what what are the kids say? We have been eaten, family. <laughs> yes, and that, we that have been eaten well. I feel I feel blessed. You know, if I'd have took a time machine ten years ago, I probably and told myself what I know now, I probably would have smacked myself. Yes. And sent my and and sent my ass packing back to the future. Like, get a load of this guy. Yeah, he he's got a lot to say. Alex, what do you think about twenty uh twenty twenty one and Spider Man? Um, well, I can't say I can't say everything good with Spider Man. I can't. I can't. As a what, what, what are you holding back on? I'm holding back on on the comic books because ah, who's uh, doing it amazing. over there? Okay. Well, Spencer? currently, well, uh, Spencer's run was most of twenty twenty. Or mm-hmm. 2021, I apologize. And right. um, but his his run ended sometime in like October, November, 
And okay. ever since then, it's been a it's been a team of writers who I like what ah. they're doing with. I like what they're doing with that. Mm. But Nick Spencer's run was very to be nice. I'm being nice. To be nice was very much a roller coaster. Okay. It would have it would have a, a taste of goodness, and then it would just be like, "What the hell are you doing?" And then it would get, <laughs> and then and then it would give you this taste of goodness, and then it was just up and down, up and down. On a whole, I honestly would not recommend it. Okay, but okay. but I I, I but I, I have seen lists where people have put it high on their list, and I'm like, "Wow, really? Okay." But for mm. me, it was it was not. It was not the, especially coming off a slots run. Slots runs. I mean, me is, ten, is, a ten year run. You know, it's like, hard to beat that man. It's hard yeah, to beat it. Long, and, and, long. And it was, and it was a good. It was, you know, what I mean, I tell people all the time, slots run is definitely one of those runs that um is essential. And right. I, except for people like me who are who are Spider Man completionists, I'm like, here are the here are the hits. Here are the hits with the Spencer run, and just. Just keep it keep it going after that. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get your we didn't get your thoughts on No Way Home. How do you feel about No Way Home? No Way Home was uh, was was. I mean, the hype definitely it definitely lived up to the hype. It was an amazing movie. It, it hit the beats. You know, seeing seeing uh, Tobey Maguire and my personal favorite Andrew Garfield come back, and I love the fact that Andrew Garfield is getting so much so much love. Now, yeah. uh, for his yeah, betrayal, yeah. those payoffs were those those payoffs were amazing, man. I'm just happy about yeah. the payoffs. That's all. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So, so Spider Man definitely no way home was was a, was a home run, but um, the Nick Spencer comic book run, uh, <laughs> I, I could I I could I could leave it. I could definitely leave it. Ups and downs on Spider-Man. I'll even add a little bit of Saw Song to this conversation and say that one of the best things that I experienced regarding Spider-Man this year was the remaster of Spider-Man PS4 to PS5, uh, playing that game for the very first time on the PlayStation 5. That game is amazing. (laughs) Spider-Man for PlayStation 4, a Marvel Spider-Man as they call it, is downright amazing. And I think it actually goes down as one of the quintessential versions of Spider-Man for some people. Um, With the length of time you spend with that character and with his emotions, uh, his playfulness, the dynamics when it comes to action, the storytelling arcs that he deals with with certain villains, villains i thought that was amazing um i'm liking miles but miles is very short that's not even yeah, the worst a little, i would a just put bit. like a feel, half half so. a thumb down right half a right. thumb down in the sense that i feel like he got kind of half a game almost like a just like a reskinning of, you know of what it is it feels, it feels like an, it feels like an extension like you take one spider-man and you put and you put the other spider-man in you yeah. know and in and in a different in a different different neighborhood mm. Yeah, no, I totally. Get so I know, it. I, I know, I know what you, I know what you mean. But yo, Spidey fans have been eating, man, from video games, movies. I mean, um, they just, they just threw, they just released them a couple months ago on, um, on Avengers. Right. Oh, yes, you're right. I'm on oh, PlayStation, yeah, for PlayStation, yeah, for PlayStation, yeah. For PlayStation Five. Yeah, totally. And I think he's getting a new uh, Marvel's Legends helmet. Uh, that'll be coming yeah. out this year, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, unless it's already out. And another trilogy on the way. Seemingly a whole nother trilogy <laughs> on the way. With this whole abundance of goodness, what do you have on your list over there, B-Roke? What's one of the things you think was one of the best things to come out of 2021? Oh, 2021, definitely. The 
the introduction, the and they, they, the 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 fact that it was slept on, and I was and I mm. called it, and I love it, was the introduction of my man Shang Chi to the MCU. All right, I, I can't lie, I slept on that baby, and and I, and so many people did. I I keep I, I I elevate myself in in the fact that I called that he was going to be this this grand movie. Um, Shang Chi continues to be that. I mean, yeah. it, to me, it it holds up. Uh, I've seen I've watched it a few times since since the movies, and other people who have watched it have said the same thing. Like, wow, I was not expecting this movie to be this good. Right. Mm-hmm. So 100%. that to me was 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 a a big home run. It it, it I love the the. The, the attention the character's getting now, Simu Lu did a, did a kick-ass job with the character, and I can't wait to see what comes next. A hundred percent. And yeah, it was a rough it was a rough year in general as far as movies are concerned with people choosing whether or not they want to even risk, you know, the dangers that are out there. There's now an Omicron variant out there, COVID still running rampant, Sheesh. and a lot of people were on the fence when it came to this film. Um, I, I do think the positive word of mouth is working in its favor. For those who haven't seen it in theaters, I do think that there is a whole new host of fan that has already experienced it on Disney Plus, which is kind of a positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I dug the character. I loved the movie. Um, I'm already trying to plug him into the future of the MCU, like to see him standing next to other Avengers. Me too. I um I I have a I have a um uh, a secret hope that if they do bring back Danny Rand, the Danny Rand, I hope I hope he jobs him out. <laughs> <laughs> you hope he just ropes on that man. <laughs> I hope I hope he jobs him out, bro. That'd be funny as hell. That that would unless be unless they un, unless unless they recast Danny Rand, then I, I then I'm alright with nothing. But if it's our Danny Rand, then he's got a job. He's he's got to he's got to do the job, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Well, yeah, because we got Tao Lo. Maybe Kung Lung comes soon. We've seen some other um, mm-hmm. members of the Defenders kind of sort of pop up here and there. You know, canon and continuity be damned. We don't know what the hell's going on, but things are happening. Um, speaking of canon, let me let me let me take the uh, the old staff and talk about something that I thought was one of the best things to come out of 2021. Um, but this was actually what Jonathan Escudero, aka Yogi, said was the number one best thing to come out of 2021, which was Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> I I personally wow. really like this as somebody who wasn't a humongous fan of what Snyder did to the DC universe. I've always said that it is a very unique and artistic vision. I just always hated that it was the main vision. You understand? Like as an Elseworlds or or anything else, I think this his view of everything works really, really well. I, I don't necessarily think this thing needed to be four hours, but it in turn with it being four hours, it felt like an epic like an old Greek opera of sorts. And he nails that. He nails that level of gravitas. Mm-hmm. Um, even with like the slow motion and, and the color grading and stuff like that. He he He's able to, like that dark side stuff, far and away steps on the Steppenwolf stuff from the Justice mm-hmm. League. Uh, I remember leaving Justice League in 2017 and going, what? Like, that's it? Like, that was the Justice League movie. Like, I knew the Justice League before I knew who the, the freaking Avengers were. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, that's the best. 
that they got, they're, they're dead in the water. There's no way, there's nowhere else they can come from from that. Um, and then just, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League comes out. And like I said, although a bit hefty, I do think that it, like the fleshing out of Cyborg, I thought was a hundred percent necessary. He was a yeah. cartoon character basically in the, in the Justice League film, um, seeing characters get more to do. And again, dark side, like they should have never taken the knee on that shit. I don't understand in what world you look at that and go, ah, we'll just do Steppenwolf and we'll just, you know, we'll give him like a regular man's face and we'll just like, stick what? him out there <laughs> and it'll be what it is. And then all the mustache stuff, bro. All that mustache stuff. Absolutely garbage. You know, you know what's crazy about the mustache stuff? <clears throat> um, like to some people, it was blatantly obvious, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what it was with me, but I couldn't, I couldn't like not notice it. I don't know how many pe I don't know how many times people seen him with the mustache oh, okay. before yeah. Justice League, you know. Right. But I didn't. I didn't see him that 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 often to begin with with the mustache. Right, right. right. I so just, it didn't hurt me as much with my eyes. I like. I remember sitting in the theater and going like, "What?" Like, I can on? tell, but it didn't bother me as much. Right. Right. I, I think that um, you know, you like I said, we fleshed out some characters. We got a, a Martian Manhunter, like we got a cinematic, You're a right. cinematic Martian I, Manhunter. The, the, the Snyder Cut did. I did. I do appreciate the Snyder Cut a little bit more than I did the 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 Whedon Cut. And 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 you you get that whole not impressed moment with him trying to like chop superman and him hitting superman and then and then them all jumping steppenwolf cutting off his ear cutting off his head yeah <laughs> punch him in the face <laughs> and all that kind of stuff it may not be perfect but i i genuinely believe that if if you are somebody who likes for directors to have a hundred percent you know say on their vision on their story you know this was the end of zack snyder's trilogy of sorts with man of steel batman versus superman and now this um it doesn't seem like they're going to give him another bite at the apple sadly or not sadly depending on how you felt about the whole thing um but yeah uh see zack snyder's justice league if it's more digestible in bites take it in bites um i did not see justice is gray I saw it. I saw Zack Snyder Justice League twice. I didn't see it in gray either. But I didn't see it in gray. I'm assuming it looks, you know, really, really cool and stuff. Like I said, Zack really nails visuals. Mm -hmm. Character development stuff can be a little bit wonky on occasion, but I do think that um, I do think that it's worth uh, giving a shot, especially if you turned your back on the DCEU because of Justice League, which was well. I, don't know what that was. I will say this: I have yet to give it my attention. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's a hefty. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a hefty yeah. sit. And again, it all depends on what your faith is. Like whether or not you have any faith in the property in DC. Like a lot of that carries the weight. Majority of the press and the numbers that it obtained were from hungry DC fans who wanted it. Who wanted this version since 2017. So any hesitant, yeah. I can't. I don't blame on absolutely anyone. It, it, this, you know, mm -hmm. like. It's huge. It's epic. What? Yeah, what? I mean, do you think you will? Do you think it's on I, here? I, I keep. I keep telling myself, um, I need to make the time for it. But it's it's four hours. That's a lot of time to put into something that I may not potentially like. So it's. Mm. I, I I don't want to be true. two hours. I don't want to be two hours into it and then tell myself, man, I got to keep going. Do <laughs> yeah, I got to finish yeah. it. <laughs> you know, I know, I know. I I don't want to be. The, I, then I tell people, and they're like, "No, nah, no, nah, that's where it starts getting good." And I'm like, "No, oh, oh, really?" <laughs> you know, what I mean? 
Now it's always like that, now. though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, I, I, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not a Zack Snyder hater. I actually like most of his films. Uh, 300, right. Sucker Punch, um, you know, even, even parts of Man of Steel I really dug. And I could see, I could see what he wanted to do with Justice League, and then unfortunately, what happened with his with his daughter happened, and right. now the idea, like, had had the, had this movie just been say two and a half hours, maybe close to three hours, oh no problem, but four hours, ooh, right, right. I, I have yet, I have yet, especially considering how much other content is out there, so it's much. hard for me to go. It's and and then the fact that like. True. Now there's there are these rumors now that apparently the DC uh, um, extended universe, however whatever we call it now, is is probably going to be wiped away. So it makes right. me go. Stop talking about that. Let's not even let's not even send that kind of. Energy <laughs> I mean, we we. I mean no. that. I mean uh, to you know to each his own. But to be honest, the future of the DCEU is on my list of one of the worst things to come out of 2021 because <laughs> all that back and forth with Ray Fisher and WB was absolutely garbage. That was crazy. It started in 2020, but you know, like they seemingly blacklisted the man from everything after he's he's spoken his piece this entire year has been an up and down about whether or not we'll get henry cavill or ben affleck back in their respective roles on the team which was also like, absolutely crazy Gal Gadot even went Gal Gadot even went through some stuff with, with um with these guys man which is crazy she came out of the world we're talking about mistreatment yeah. on, the Whed on the whedon set uh, right. when it came to justice league so like none of that stuff's good i put all that stuff in the worst because if that's the price it pay that it pays for us to enjoy something for two hours is for these people to be miserable for two weeks months years then no no boy no go back to script go back to formula figure this shit out <laughs> back to formula back to formula <laughs> and uh and figure this out because yeah man this this can and this should be a lot better than it is and um I, watching the the house of cards fall is 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 so tragic because there was a world yeah, in which crazy. when we saw or it was alluded to the fact that DC was going to start branching out their universe into all these films i remember they are very confident film slate that had green lantern on it and cyborg films and we're going to do you know uh, gotham city sirens and an entire slew <laughs> of movies that never came to fruition um because basically justice league was the stopping point once they realized that it didn't make money the regular commercial version they started to panic and started to change direction and their ability to not to just not be chill for a minute i think is really screwing them up um and it sucked because there was a time in which i was incredibly optimistic for all of this there was a time in which uh you know during the time of rebirth that dc was I was in full favor of everything that they were doing and it seemed like they were setting up for some very very big stuff but now we can't even get off the ground we're back on a batman origin movie back on a batman origin movie it's been what uh about 15 years since the last one so it's like all right okay yeah we're here we're, we, we've gotten there yep uh, it's not great it's not great no yeah. it's, it's 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 it honestly just makes me not give a damn yeah when yeah. when you when when you see and it, and it, you know when you see what Mar when you see what marvel's doing and like they're you i mean everybody's making that joke now i don't know i don't know if you guys have seen it where in in no way home where uh flash thompson oh, holds up his the book called that says flashpoint i thought i thought to me that had to be them going Haha. i think everybody i think everybody thought that was a thing <laughs> 
<laughs> they got there first, you know, but yeah, they, but it they, sucks because yeah. it, it, it it's like they have they have good things, you know. Um, you got Diana, you got Billy, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. The bat son. Yeah, you know? man. What 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 else sucked in in 2021, Jarvis? What you what you what got? else sucked? I'll tell you what I got. The Flash. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Flash the in general? Flash. The Flash television show? What are you talking about, bro? The Flash television show. That's a damn shame. It's, I mean, I agree. It is. <laughs> it's a damn because shame. You, yeah. <laughs> because you, man, listen. Oh, man. I wish. They, uh, <laughs> me, personally, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't feel they got the magic anymore, man. And you know who I blame to start to start the downfall? I blame Iris West. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's been the quite the popular take on the series. I mean, I remember uh, Maximus used to come over. We used to catch episodes. You know, wow, I used to be series, so excited. Oh, man, all that stuff. Um, I bought season one and two on DVD. Uh, that's how much I liked the first two. The first one I feel like is damn near flawless. The second one it, it trips a little bit, but after that it like that Savitar stuff it gets a bit you know in the in the weeds. The Thinker, all the Nora stuff, all put all the Nora stuff in a garbage bag and throw it out the window. <laughs> Absolute trash. And their I think their biggest crutch is they just keep going back to Reverse Flash, which is a character that I love, but you can right. tell that they're not going back to him. Because it's a well thought out breadcrumb trail that they laid. It's like, oh shit, we're mm-hmm. stuck. Can is there any way we can say this whole break, season? Break, cla- was break class. Hit yeah, class. can yeah, we just say the whole thing was because flash. of reverse flash? <laughs> All right, uh, and and that that's a, a failing. We're actually be co- we'll be covering the Flash Armageddon event next week, and I'll get more into just the heartbreak that it is to watch this show go <laughs> from where it was to where it is. Um, but you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll almost do you one better. I'll throw the majority of the DC shows up this year for just not really, not really banging, <laughs> not really hitting bro. Titans, <clears throat> Titans, Titans was one of the shortest uh, episodes I ever recorded of this podcast because I was so over what they did to hood, what they did to scarecrow, what the hell Tim Drake Damn. was doing in that. I was so upset. Um, but then you also get bright spots like Star Girl. I think is doing some pretty good stuff. Superman and Lois is probably my favorite comic book television show at the moment. I haven't, I haven't checked that out as much as I've, I have been wanting to. I've only yeah. been hearing uh, nice things about it. Well, I can tell you right now that the first season is available on HBO Max. And if you go and watch that first season, I implore you to go to youtube.com slash C slash comic book click and look at my reaction series. I have a reaction for every single episode of that series. I've, I shed tears watching some of those episodes, bro. And I think I was just been so desperate for wholesome Superman content. In the last right. couple of years, or anything wholesome from anything from wholesome. Shows. We're all dying, bro. We're all dying. Everyone's dying. This is ridiculous. I was just looking for something wholesome, wholesome family fun, and I think Superman and Lois knocked it out of the park. But Superman and Lois and Star Girl are not <laughs> enough to 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 you know to even out the uh, shit sandwich that was re- the majority of the other DC <laughs> shows. Yeah, I mean. The, the Flash, I gave up on 
years ago. You, you, you kind of hit it on the head before when you mentioned season two. Season two had so many trip-ups that it just, it just took me out of it. It was just like, wait a minute. They, they had the character himself say, I got to stop messing with time. Mm-hmm. And what did he go on to? Kept messing with time. Yeah. So it's just like, come on, man. How you, you, you can't write that into the story. And then it, it, just, it just took me out of it. Um, the, the whole idea of them constantly, like you said, going back to reverse flash, it, it just was, it, it ruined it for me. Um, and then on the other side of it, <clears throat> Arrow, you, it's funny how you, you brought up Iris West, how she ruined things. And it's, it's, it feels like the love interests always do that because yeah. what was, what was, what was her name in, in Arrow? Felicity. Felicity. There you yeah, go. Felicity. Yeah. Like every, <laughs> everybody, everybody wanted that to happen. And then it happened, and what happened? Everybody started hating right. the show. Yeah. And Iris West, what does she but, do? She goes. But and we, are the the we are the Flash. We are the Flash. We are the Flash. We are the Flash. All right, girl, settle down. Okay, settle uh, yeah, down. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. So that that yeah. season two reveal of Zoom was so bad that me and Jarvis still joke about it. We go, Zoom is Jay. Jay is Zoom. <laughs> they were trying to say that Jay Garrick was Zoom, but he wasn't because they ended up revealing who the real Jay Garrick. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Speaking of which, Jay Garrick, that Jay Garrick, the real Jay Garrick, the good Jay Garrick, John Wesley's ship shows up as a member of the JSA in Stargirl season two. So I thought that was really, really cool. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Cool. I have, I have yet to jump on Stargirl. I've seen uh, two random episodes. It's, uh-huh. it's good. It's good. But again, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, this is good. Where's it going? And there's so much stuff to watch out there right now that it's like, I, do I want to give my attention to this? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I, I don't I don't blame you. What was something that wasted your time this year? Be Roke? Oh, wasted oh, my no. time. <laughs> oh, <Ooh. no>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I got to go back to Marvel then on this one. Something that wasted Ooh. my time as far as, as, far as the... The, the 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 cinema stuff um i hate to say uh, eternals wow wow I guess what? on this guess list what? guess what i haven't seen eternals <laughs> yeah he hasn't wow. seen eternals. i got i got i got 19 more days <laughs> is that when it drops on disney plus <laughs> yes that's that that on the 22nd yep. okay <laughs> okay okay you um, have the yeah, floor though be real but don't but, but don't be eternals. afraid but don't be afraid to to talk about it because um I have a feeling I'm gonna dig it anyway because I just feel like it's gonna be like, like, it's gonna be like an infomercial to me. Like it's gonna be super informative for everything else or everything in between or for everything out there in space. You know, right? Well, I mean, that's what it was. You know, um, right. okay. The movie, uh, the movie. I'm not gonna even say it was it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Okay. It was just that's it good was to just, hear. It was boring. It was that's all it was. It, it's. It's it, the movie should have been a series um, for as many series as they're doing on Disney plus um, the, uh, the Eternals movie, because it tried to do so much could have been a nice series. It could have been a very nice, say five. You better, you better, I don't, Disney I don't plus. know, man. I'm in humans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's not, yeah. Let's not bring that up. Let's not but, bring that. But up. I'm saying, I wonder. Show. I wonder if that if that was a deterrent. Like, I wonder if humans was supposed it, to like, be a movie too. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah I, um, I feel you. No, but 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 Eternals. You know the way 
like it, it, it was just you're sitting there and you're introducing all these characters and the, the whole mm-hmm. concept behind these characters is so big to sandwich it into, you know, basically a two and a half hour movie while also having the Black Knight and this whole it's it's really this whole big universe into itself like into this tight little space. It mm-hmm. was so much. It was so much like it just it made me go like they they should have just done a series. Um, like I said, the movie wasn't bad. It was just boring because they spent so much time explaining stuff. And then like the whole, the whole idea behind the movie, it's, it's, it's a whodunit, you know, the whole, the whole time in the movie, you're trying to figure out who did this one thing that kicks off the story, so to speak. And then mm-hmm. in the end, you're trying to figure out, well, what's the truth behind their motives. And by the time you even get there and they're explaining all these <laughs> these <over>. characters <laughs> and who they're getting to, it, it just it just ends. It it's almost like him. ends like, oh, okay, so that 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 that's it. That's the big payoff. Right. You know, and so <laughs> it, it was just it was just a lot to do in really a, a, a like a good amount of time that to me had they done look, Hawkeye was what five or six episodes? Six episodes, the, yep. The movie the movie was damn near three hours. Yeah, you could have just given them three more hours, given them six episodes, boom, tell, and told a told a solid story that yeah. I think w- would have gotten way more attention and people would have dug a lot more. But they wanted to create, I guess, a spectacle by having yeah. this this enormous cast with an Oscar winning director that didn't really pay off. Like, I mean, you, I mean, after you had Shang-Chi, which got all this attention was this amazing movie. And then since then you've gotten Spider-Man no way home. And then in, in the, in the middle, people are like, Oh yeah, that's right. That, that Eternals movie came out and, and you're not alone in that Jarvis. A lot of people are waiting like you for Disney plus. Yeah. Right. So I, I say, you know, give it a chance on Disney Plus, but I wouldn't be surprised if you paused it every now and again to take a piss break. You know, like, okay, I'll, 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 you know, I'll come, I'll come, I'll come back to this one when I'm done. You know, I, I'm super, I'm super glad Marvel attempted something like it, though. Like, I want it. Like, that should be like the far end of where they should stop, if if that makes any sense with like their epicness. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they can, if they can group their shots a little bit closer to the middle instead of being so far off the end i think we can reach a a perfect balance in a way shape or form but we got we got to remember why another reason why marvel in these movies make so much money and this is going to be a little bit of the bad uh because again yogi um you know co-host of this podcast he's got on one of his lists for the worst is eternals toys no one's playing with Eternals toys. Eternals nah. toys are on the shelves because no one knows what the movie's about and you can't tell anything from the toys, including the Deviant toy, which is like, <laughs> what? Like, what are you doing with that? Like, what are you honestly, you're not making him fight Spider-Man or any of that kind of stuff. No one. Nope. And and it's a shame because I do think that, like you said, star-studded cast, uh, kind of cool visuals here and there, but these nondescript barely looking like who they're supposed to be resembling toys are not helping matters because no one is going mommy mommy i want salma hayek well i'm saying i want Salma Hayek for christmas but no one's saying i want ajax for christmas you know instead of black widow or you know uh or spider-man captain marvel Marvel, any of that kind of stuff yeah no Um, yeah exactly and so it puts these it puts eternals in a very weird position because i sort of forgot 
that one of the things they have to do is sell a, a buttload of merchandise, you know, because I, at this point, I think they're making movies for me. So I'm not even paying attention to those who need to be swayed, but apparently they still have to romance people. And that's something that Marvel needs to remember. You're, you're, if you're one good movie away from starting a streak, then you're also one bad movie away from starting a streak. And you can, you can detour people just as much as you can, you know, try to bring them in. So, uh, they should be careful with that. And, I have a feeling uh, if you're looking for some cheap birthday presents, you can get some Eternals uh, figures <laughs> wherever, wherever your local Ooh. Walmart is. If you really don't like somebody. <laughs> yes, yes. But I won't end on that bad note. I will do a good one. And one that I didn't even remember came out this year. Invincible came out this year. Mm. What oh, an incredible wow. television show. I feel so stupid about that. Wow. This year was long. This was a long year, so I did this not year, blame yeah, you. This year was long. And we had a lot of comic book stuff this year, too, man. A ton of it. We were uh, eating. But Invincible came out, and it kind of sort of blew me away. We're in this world wow. where um, we already have a litany of projects that, quote, unquote, you know, satire or parody the superhero genre. Invincible, you know, they've been doing this since two thousand three. That, that came out. out at, that be, that came out at the beginning of the year, or uh, right spring? before the summer. I want to say in the spring. Yeah, I think right before the summer, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, and I was absolutely blown away. It's one of the very few superhero projects that happens to mix the regular American superheroics with like anime style action scenes and stuff right. um the gr gratuitous gore that the series is known <gasps> for in the book that was yeah that was there. unexpected to me because i didn't know anything about invincible going in yeah what'd you think of the I series i saw the trait i saw the tra i saw the trailer and i was already i was already hooked series bananas bro yeah bananas yeah, it's one. It's one of those series that's incredibly fun to watch with somebody who doesn't really watch superhero stuff, because they think right, you're watching right. this regular, you know, and Pokemon esque. Them, their jaw drops on certain on certain parts. It's right. like, oh yeah, 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 this is we yeah we got something here. Once you start doing a genocide of a whole planet, people, you know, start perking up their ears a little bit <laughs> as to what's going on here. What do you think about that adaptation? Uh, Baroque Invincible, a comic that's again close it's closing in on 20 years since the creation of that comic and finally being adapted you know years after the walking dead same uh writer robert kirkman what do you think about that series oh that was the animated series was amazing um yeah. not not a lot of times do i feel like the adaptation um surpasses the 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 um how do you say the uh the original content but yeah. the this this show was amazing the way the way it did take certain things the way it changed certain things was i thought uh, a phenomenal so it, and again like you said i remember i i i didn't have the i didn't, I didn't want to watch it with my son he's all of uh 10 years old <laughs> right and, right and, of course, and of my course. wife and my wife and my wife really was like eh, i'm not really gonna I'm, I'm not really into this thing but here the funny thing behind that is because it's it's animated, my wife kind of ignored it, and then every right. now and again, my son would sit with me, oh dear. and kind of watch it, and 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 then eventually she was like, "Wait a minute, what 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 just happened? Right, he should not be watching this." And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> you don't want to watch was, it." <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "Wait, wait, 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 I want to see this." Right, and I'm like, "I I don't blame you, but yeah, she's kind of right. Go away, you know." It's a little much, and I mean, but right, but like, I I was kind of waiting for them to drop the ball on that. Like, ah, oh, they're gonna they're gonna kid this up. They're gonna they're gonna change it. They're not gonna do it right. 
and watching um watching this dude just beat into mark was amazing like oh my god yeah. here it is they're yeah, actually doing it they were actually doing it this is this is great so and i can't wait i can't wait for season two season two i think is gonna gonna continue it and continue to kick ass it's incredible because i remember you know uh i was i was reading the the i'm sorry i was watching the first season and i was doing some reading and stuff and um that finale is amazing for that show and it it really had a hard task in nailing that first father-son interaction that you know or father against son i should say interaction in that series um that's so pivotal in the comic they had to nail it in the show and not only do they nail it they add additional scenes of 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 just <laughs> like chaos that train <laughs> scene when he grabs his son and puts him through <laughs> several train cars right like that wasn't in the comic like they put that in there and up the ante of gratuitous violence and just one of the things that they found a, a way to do in the show is to show how little um regard omni-man has for humanity and that oh. final episode of that show where he's just he crushes that guy's head because <laughs> you know he's like having a conversation and he lands near the pilot he just crushes his head and then he does the thing with the train and he's punching homeboy through buildings and the buildings are coming down and he's like why are you even helping them like they're, they're bugs look watch you think he steps yeah. on one of them and like so good on so many levels and then makes you really feel for this family for mark and all that stuff i thought it was uh a master class to be honest um and i'm i'm very excited to see what happens with season two but um it wasn't the only good thing to come out of 2021 uh jarvis do you have another best of for this uh yes I, I have a best of um Everything, well, I want to, I'm stuck between two, two right now. I don't know which one I want to say first. Um, but I will go everything Disney Plus right <laughs> yeah. now. Everything yeah. Disney Plus. Because you know why? I agree. Eternals isn't on it yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fair. Wow. That's, that is fair. Wow. We, so went from, a, <laughs> we went from 2020. We went from 2020. I'm gonna bestow that right there, you know. 2020 bro, had not a single Marvel property come out in 2020. Yeah, because we, Nothing. bro, we got, we were eating, man. WandaVision, Loki, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, bro. We got a new cap this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last so, year for 2020. Sylvie, we met the man, the He Who Remains this year. Found yeah, out about the bro. multiverse, about time variants. Um, you know, we. We re we rediscovered the dark hold this year. Um, mm -hmm. We have busted open some realities. Um, this was Disney's first foray into this stuff. Uh, you know, I was a huge fan of Marvel Netflix, but even towards the end of that, it started not to be all that great. And so I, I had my arms crossed when it came to these Disney Plus shows because I'm like, who are you to, you know, cancel anybody <laughs> I knew? And now you're going to come in here with your own stuff. I wonder what it's going to be. With the only thing that I have an issue with is the varying run times and that stupid eight minute credit of every show has like a 10 minute credit scene. Oh yeah. That's right at the end. <laughs> and it's like, come on. Uh, but yeah, a, a, a buffet of Marvel stuff. And it, we were getting to a point where I think there might have been like literally the, the largest gap was probably a month where we went without a single thing, but something mm -hmm. dropped every week for Marvel 
uh, this after, almost it was right after year. right after Black Widow. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, for this entire just year, it's been it's just been absolutely incredible. What are you thinking about the uh, Disney Plus shows over there, B Roke? Oh man, the Disney Plus shows on a whole were amazing. I mean, um, WandaVision started it off. And I remember a lot of people after those first two episodes were kind of like, what the hell are we watching? And I was like, stand by. That's what I was saying. I was loving it. I was loving those first two. I love the homage. I love because, you know, if, if you know that story, you know where it's going. Yes. So and then and then from there to the end, um, it was it was great. Um, I loved for me, my, my probably. Um, it's a toss-up for me between um, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Hawkeye for my okay. two favorite Disney Plus shows because cool, cool, cool. I'm really loving the grounded stories okay, because right. because in, in the middle of that, you got Loki, and yeah. Loki just took us off into this wild <laughs> territory yeah. known as the multiverse, which on paper is fun, but I'll be honest with you, I've never really enjoyed those stories. I because can see that. Okay. because of what I feel like with those stories is that at any point in time you can just say up oh, time travel or up oh, we're gonna go to another dimension and fix this and then take and back cop, and, and cop out and cop yeah. out because I mean look right. at it look if you if you look at it the whole idea that Loki is even existing right now is a cop out I mean right. the man died the man was killed Thanos snapped his neck it was a defining moment for Thor and it was a big part of his motivation for for what he eventually had to do but mm -hmm. then you know but then endgame comes along and goes well here's a way for him to survive right and now sure. we're and and now we're in this multiverse territory where as as grandiose and as as game-changing as it can be it's it, it it just to me opens that that box of like like we said now things really can become um how do you, I don't know how to say, it, but this don't matter. You know, oh, where right. it's like, yes, oh my yes. god, like, like, like that just happened. Well, we can fix that. We can you just ha that. hand can... wave it away. You can just hand wave right. it away. Yeah, right. So that's that's kind of. I mean, I mean, that's exactly what happens in No Way Home, right? I mean, oh yeah. my god, this whole universe is going to end. But wait, if we do this, it'll fix her, right? Okay, then and then now no one can remember. <laughs> yeah, now no one can remember. Right. So remember, so that's remember why, what. Right, exactly. I don't, I don't know what you're exactly. talking about, bro. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we've, we've had, what, nine Spider-Man movies, and we still don't know who Spider-Man is. This is crazy. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Ridiculous. You know what I mean? So, 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 like, that's why, for me, I'm not going to say I, I, I'm, I hated Loki, but it was not my, it was not my favorite. You know, and I know a right. lot of people will sit there and go, Loki was the best, and they love it. But for me, like, Kang, oh, I hate time travel. Oh, okay. Hate, yeah, so it's the hate, whole thing. Mm, okay, I understand that. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it, it's I a trope, it. man. It's a trope in comics and it's it, it rarely goes somewhere interesting. You go yeah. to dystopian futures, that's about it. Or futures where the bad guy won. And well, I guess that's the most dystopian as well. But yeah, yeah, you know. And and then what sucks is even even sometimes you look they go into the future and it's like, wow, it's this great place. But, you know, something still isn't quite right or it's not right that this doesn't exist or you've changed this about my life. So we got to change it back. Right. So it's kind of right. like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I'm not the most excited for that. You know, I know a lot of people who can't wait for Kang and can't wait for um, Ant-Man 3 and where the quantum realm is going to go. But for yeah. me, um, I'm more like, hey, I'm looking more forward to more about Captain America and Hawkeye and right. stuff that's.
more, I hate to say, but believable. Because, I mean, Doctor Strange 2, this multiverse of madness is going to come out. Oof. I can only imagine the yeah, plethora of everything. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's going to be I'm, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just hoping in the end that it matters. Right. Right. And, you know, um, I'll piggyback off of what you just said, because, you know, we just reviewed Hawkeye and some people don't have it on, on the top, but it just goes to show what a buffet all of this is. Right. Like some people are really digging in on the chicken wings. Some people are more low main kind of people, but it's all there for us. And I think that's the most important part. Right. Um, and I and I I love that each one of us could take something different from the different shows um, that we really dig. Uh, to piggyback off of the Disney Plus shows, how cool was it to get kind of a nod that what if is most likely canon or that mm-hmm. versions or characters from that are canon to pop off the Spider-Man thing and the Disney Plus thing? Like that was that was a moment in itself, to be honest. Uh, seeing that I thought was was really, really cool when it came to those characters. So I'm glad that uh, we were just talking about things mattering. It seems like some uh, what if might matter more than I thought it would, which is always a good thing. But speaking of good things, B Roke, what do you got up on your list? Good things. Good things. I mean, there, there, I mean, there were there was there was there was a lot. There was, I mean, I'll be honest with you. As bad as a lot of people talk about how twenty twenty one was this god awful year there was there was a lot of good stuff out there yeah and definitely. Some, something um like to, like speaking in in the in the comic and the comic book realm there's there was just so much good things like if you're if you're reading if you're reading right now i i, I on a whole it's still hurting a little bit but um <laughs> jonathan hickman's jonathan hickman's inferno Right okay. now, if you're if you're if you're reading that, it's it's really really good. It really gives you an idea of where he wanted to take the X Men, mm-hmm. and it's it's this next step in the Krakowin age of the X Men. Right. And so, see, see, um, I think the the final issue of Inferno comes out this week. It started in, it started in 2021, so it still counts, it still counts. Right, right, um, hundred percent. And so, so seeing seeing where, um the these this current age of the x-men is going is very exciting um if if you're reading it i i highly recommend it uh spoiler 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 the whole idea behind this next step of inferno is um they the um mystique of all freaking people (laughs) has has resurrected her dead lover um, destiny destiny yes destiny who has the ability to see the future and in in one of Moira's lives, um, she has seen that people who can see the future, especially Destiny, is someone who can sabotage what what she's what she and Charles and and Magneto are trying to do with Krakoa. So she's this whole time, all these you know, this Krakoan age of the X Men has been going on for quite some time now, and so this whole time she's like, hey, keep Destiny dead keep mystique yeah isn't that one of the laws of of the of krakoa that they don't allow any uh not telepaths this time no 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 one who has the ability to foresee the future can be resurrected yeah that is something that moira metagrid has said listen you can't because if they can see the future they can see me and if they see me they'll see they'll basically see all the manipulation 
Right. And so anybody like like Destiny or I believe uh, Blindfold, I'm trying to think of other characters who have the ability to see the future, but all those characters have been kept off of the resurrection protocol, as they call it. You know, other characters have been killed and resurrected and, and brought back in all these different ways, but they constantly say, well, no, no, we, we can't bring back these people for so many different reasons. Yeah. And so fi- finally, Mystique was able to circumvent everything and bring back Destiny. And not only does she bring Destiny back, but she brings her to, there's a, there's a quiet council in Krakoa where it's basically oh, like these, a secret kind of sort of like yeah it's 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 a secret it's everybody knows of it but it's the, every their their decisions are are kept to themselves you know okay. what i mean and 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 everybody else re- re- basically respects what this council will will state and so a, a couple seats were were left vacated by characters either moving on to other like Jean Grey left the quiet council because she went to join the, the new X-Men team. Okay. Um, and I forget, I forget why the other characters. So they're vying for like political. Well, I guess she's vying for political power. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so she, not only does she find a way to resurrect her, her lover destiny with no one else noticing, she also gets her onto the quiet council. Oh dear. Yes. So, so in this next issue, uh, things are about to really hit the fan and really take us into the next stage of Krakoa. So okay. as as much as, on, on, like I said, on a whole, the X-Men line was kind of wavering. Um, I myself am kind of like, do I want to continue reading it? Right. Inferno, Inferno has really made me go, hmm, maybe I will keep reading some of this stuff because yeah. they're about to basically... They haven't officially said that they're going to discontinue the current titles, but Marvel has announced a whole new slew of titles underneath the umbrella of, I believe it's called uh, Destiny of X, Okay, where it's yeah. going to be a, a couple new X-Men books, um, and as well as, I can't remember all their the t- names of the titles, but it's, it's, a whole, it's a whole bunch of new, new X books. Yeah, are they doing are like the de- life and death of Wolverine or something like that? Well, though, that yeah, there's going to be one called like the, the the ten lives of Wolverine, another one called the ten deaths of Wolverine. Yeah, they're also going to do an uh, they're bringing back X Men Red, but no one really knows what the heck that's going to be about. There's right. another title. There's another title called um, Immortal X Men, and hmm. I can't remember the names of the other ones. But yeah, it's it's a big shakeup. And to take us into this next step of the Krakoan age of the X-Men. And I recommend it. Awesome. I recommend it. Awesome. I know, like, Hickman, to me, like, redefined the Fantastic Four. I got put onto that book um, early on, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. When we covered House and P- Powers of X, again, super duper loved it. You read it, and it just has a sense of somebody who knows where they want to take things. So the mm-hmm. surprises don't feel manufactured. They feel like a, a, an eventuality to the, right. the story that he was already telling, um, and when you're when you're that good, you can redefine you know characters that have existed decades before maybe you were even born, and I say that to say this year saw the final issue of Immortal Hulk, uh, Al Ewing, that book, bro, <laughs> Immortal Hulk is is like something i've never read before it applies levels of horror gross out gross out body horror um almost uh what is that guy's name who made the fly cronenberg almost david cronenberg-esque uh levels of just 
gross mutations and all this kind of stuff um basically you know bruce banner was shot during the event of civil war ii he was shot in the head with an arrow because they were like oh. uh, he he told clint to shoot him in the head as a like a uh insurance policy or something he was like yeah i need you to shoot me in the head so he does this then somehow in secret empire he ends up being used as a weapon for hydra the hulk is but this series starts off and basically you just get told that no matter how many times bruce banner dies when it turns to night the hulk is born and so it's this weird like i said horror i don't know how else to describe it it's a horror comic people are getting ripped in half there's moments where you can see through the hulk's torso because that's the damage that he's taken um there's an autopsy scene that's kind of freaking like bad equal parts badass and gross um hulk takes lives in this hulk fights the avengers in this because they think that he's gone way too far they explore um another layer to this whole gamma radiation thing with the green door and you know we were given for years the answer that the person who created all the marvel universe is the one above all and immortal hulk actually introduces the idea of the one below all like the one who you know runs that's crazy hell, because I've been, seeing, I've been seeing panels online about that and i've kind of been like reading them and i didn't know that that was from immortal hulk like that yeah man immortal hulk but is tearing that, it up yeah. and we'll be we'll be covering that uh fairly soon as well so that's mm. that's uh that's pretty interesting um not to mention that i you know i just want to pair this off real quick uh i believe we also had the final issue of uh donny kate's venom was this year Oh, I know King in Black ended this year. Um, and Kate has done some amazing stuff with that character. Uh, you want to talk about another character that's kind of just like two note. We'll talk about Venom 2 in a bit. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You leave my friend alone. You talk about Venom 2 in a bit. But the character Ooh. can be kind of one note because he's mostly a cool look. For the most part, I, in my opinion, Venom is a cool look. If you can, if you can get past the twenty different symbiote enemies that he has, there's some nuggets of goodness in there. But uh, what Donnie was able to do with the character, um, I, I read that stuff. It was like popcorn. Like I, I just couldn't get enough of uh, his version of that character, uh, elongating the lore to include. People like Null, which then includes the all-black Necro Sword, which ties to Gore, which you know he he he's doing some of his cosmic stuff as well. I believe he had or he had or just finished a run on Thor. Um, so watching some of the cosmic Marvel, some of the these characters that I feel like um, people are too scared to take a chance with, uh, okay. was really really interesting to see them kind of flesh these characters out. Like I said, Venom is about thirty years old. Hulk is about bro. Didn't they? Didn't they also old? kill Doctor Strange this year? Yes, they, they did. did. I heard that they did. Yes, yes, they, yes they did. I didn't yes, read that they, they did, but I heard that they did, and I heard he's being yeah. replaced by a female. Yeah, uh, I want to get. I want to get uh, that, and um, also, um, uh, spoiler to my next one: King in Black is on my list too, because I've okay. only been hearing crazy things about that shit yeah yeah well the 
the Venom series, yes, you're definitely right. It, Donny Cates made it a must-read. I heard pretty much every issue was was a must-read and great. Ryan Stegman's art was was phenomenal. I I heard about it late, so I didn't jump into it. But I am I am someone that has to. I have to read events. So when mm-hmm. King and Black was yeah, announced, that's how as, I feel. as as his as his you know uh, his ending event to his his run on Venom. I had to read it. And I'll be honest with you, King in Black left me wanting. It, it okay. was just like, uh, like this, yeah. this, this, this is the cap on it, but it wasn't the true cap on it because the his end of his Venom run was really Venom 200, which came after yeah. uh, the King in Black. And it was I great. I heard about afterwards, too. Yes, the, 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 his, his end stone uh, to his run was really, really good. And it made me, which I am currently reading uh, Rom V Rom V. And I believe, I believe as yes, Rom V and Al Ewing are now writing Venom. And for a character who I didn't really care about and normally just, just kind of like, eh, whatever it's Venom. Yeah. I'm very much enjoying where the story is currently going. So um, based on that, I, I mean, it's Donnie Cates. Um, I would definitely recommend reading Venom. And seeing where it's going because it's 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 really really it's really really fun right now with what what's the story that's being told. So I yeah I would I would agree with you on that one that on a whole Venom is now a must read. Oh, cool cool cool. Uh, I just wanted to also shout out. I think Spawn hit three hundred this year. Yes, it did. Um, and when you consider it an independent comic, um, you know one of the forefronts of Image. Uh, Todd McFarlane keeps threatening us with a film. He keeps saying <laughs> we're going to get one. Uh, we'll, we'll see what comes of that. But I just wanted to shout out that anniversary for Spawn. I actually thought this year was also the year of the last issue of The Walking Dead, but it's not. That was last year. Or maybe even two years ago. I was just happy yeah. that they stopped. <laughs> just stop it all. <laughs> Again, too but, out of hand. Just stop it all. But the, the But the shows are still going. Yeah, yeah, movies, niggas doing Rick Grimes movies. Oh, man. Uh, so that's all good stuff. I guess we're back on the bad, are we, Jarvis? What you got? What's, 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 getting, your, what's a, getting your goat lately about this year? Um, first of all, uh, dare she? How dare who? How dare she? Scarlett Johansson coming at Disney. Oh, my oh. word. <laughs> word. <laughs> You're going to side with the mouse well, on this to one? Be, to be fair, I'm going to be fair. I'm going to be fair. I'm going to be fair, right? This can, this can go on either on either side of the list, depending right. on how you, how you feel about it. Yeah. Um, I understand. I understand. I get. I also do understand where she's coming from. But it's mm-hmm. like, damn. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, it's like watching our parents then, fight. I was very scared that she was not going to be a yeah. part of any of this stuff moving forward, but they yeah, seemingly have patched was, things that's up. That's what I was thinking too. But then, but then they ended up patching things up, and now she's working on on other projects. Yeah, with Marvel for Marvel for the MCU, right? Yeah, and I also love like they were like, "Oh, Shang Chi's not going straight to Disney Plus." Like, you know what? We're not dealing with this again. We're the next movie that we do yep. is going out in theaters. 
We're not Should playing around with this out. again. <laughs> We're not playing around with this again. It can come out on Disney Plus when it comes out on Disney Plus, and we'll deal with it then. I thought that was I thought that was really really funny. But yeah, man, like when these contract conversations start happening, these money conversations start happening, it gets real dirty. Yeah. They were kind of like slinging mud at each other for a little bit. It remember? was more. It was more. It's, it wasn't really like more. Um, how now that I um now that I'm really talking about it, it wasn't really like really more. How dare she? It's more. It was more like how dare they. How they? How, well, when I say they, I meant I mean the both of them. Like we all you know, supposed to be family. Involved. Why? Why ain't things? Yeah. Cleaner? Like what the hell? Why are we trying to underhand the other and stuff like that? You know, like nah, stop. Scarjo's like giving my money right now. <laughs> Have my money. Yeah, Scarjo. I, I, I totally, I totally agreed with her. Yeah. I mean, it was dirty. It was dirty. Yeah, I, mean, I do. I. I yeah. I did too. I I just put it on the list because I just didn't like to see it happen. When I the when drama. I first when I first heard about it and I read and I read into it, I was just like, oh man, this whole thing isn't really good. No, no, it's it's it, it, it's it's, like it's it. not it's not, and it's to me, it's one of those things where it didn't need to turn into that. Had Disney just been like, and, yo, we, and got, it was, we got you, and it was, and it was to a day, and it was to a day one. You know what I mean? Yeah, almost yeah. to somebody that was there from day one. Yeah, like a big Could you swole. imagine them doing that to Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> they played her like they played Big Swole, bro. I'm telling you, they're messing up. They're messing up out here. People Jesus, messing up. Jesus Christ. Hey, listen. Um, no, up, but between, between that and all that, you know, we, we hear constantly that the writers of some of these iconic storylines that are being made into films barely get a shout out. Oh, yeah, here's a bad one. They didn't put David Aha in the credits for Hawkeye. They put Matt Fraction as a as a like a executive consultant, but all of the art, all of the art is from the My Life as a Weapon, um, you know, series of books, and basically the entire look of the show, from promotional art to the credits, are from that kind of artistic style, and they didn't do nothing so much as freaking pay the man. You know, like they didn't pay the man, they didn't give him. A wait, 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 wait! You telling me in none of the episodes and in, in the credits that they give credit to David Aha? No, Matt Fraction got an executive consultant wow. consultant credit. And it's just like, that's, that's the whole look, bro. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, all the aesthetic for this entire show is based on one man's vision of what this comic could be. And now, yeah, no. So, yeah. That's crazy because I, I remember as soon as the first episode finished, I took my son and was like, look, Papo, look, this is this is what that look of the credits and the show was taken from was this series. And he he immediately was like, oh, I got to read this. And I'm like, hey, well, you, you'll get to it. Yeah. And now you're telling me he didn't get credit like, whoa, that's it, so, that's it's crazy. So and you, you got to imagine that those who have seen the series but haven't read the book are going to like swim in the book right now because the imagery is so familiar. You know, like so much of what was that show is that book. So it'll be very easy for those who have never read the story to get into it. It's just a shame that they can't credit, give credit, I, I guess, uh, where credit is due. But that's some of the dirty and bad stuff that has to do with this year. What What's on your list? What's What's got your goat? Uh, B-Roke? Well, I just recently sat through a movie that I think we want to discuss. <laughs> Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> and yeah, it was to to call it underwhelming is an insult to the word underwhelming. Yes. V uh Venom let there be carnage. Oof. Oh, I haven't seen oh. that either. I haven't oh. seen that either. And well, let me tell you something. We're not going to sit up here and play play Venom. We're going to play Carnage. 
they both deserve it, bro. Man. Put them both in the same <laughs> electric. If you can put them on Carnage, top of each other. Carnage, in the, himself, in the Carnage by team. himself is on my list. It's absolute. Carnage so, by himself is on my list. My biggest. I'm gonna ride or die for my Eddie, for Eddie Brock. <laughs> my well, this is the thing. My Eddie Brock is my Eddie Brock is blonde, bro. Mighty Brock has always been blonde, bro. Mighty Brock got a mullet. That's how my man does mm-hmm. things. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You right your, if daily. you squint, if you squint in your eyes, it's kind of blonde. Yeah, what she, accent is Tom Hardy doing? I don't know. It's 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 it sounds like it damn. Sounds is like a it guy. really that much of a difference from the? Is it really that much of a difference from the first one? Well, here's the yep. thing. Yes, I was. Yes, starting to hurt I my feelings, I, man. I was. I was not a big fan of the first movie either. Right. So, okay. so, so, like going into this one, I kind of had low expectations. It was like, okay, I mean, it can't be. It's okay. it's 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 got to be action driven, right? I mean, here we, we're gonna get carnage. We're gonna get venom, and the, and the fact that they kept it to a basically a ninety minute runtime, I was like, real. I, I heard like, wow. about that. I was like a hour and a half. Mm. I was like, wow, this is this is this is either gonna this is gonna either be a quick movie that I forget or or this roller coaster action movie that is gonna be amazing. And amazing it was not. Right. It was f- more forgettable. Um to me, the most remember unfortunate to keep hearing. The, <laughs> the most the most memorable part of it, which it, it, it almost made me feel like they they did it. After the fact, was the after credit scene, uh-huh. yep. which ties into No Way Home. You know what I mean? Because that right. made me that made me go, "Oh, did they did they do this after the fact? Did they know what was? I mean, they obviously must have known something was going to happen with No Way Home." Right. And so I was like, "Okay, this this is this part's cool. Why did it take ninety minutes to get to this part?" <laughs> right? No, a hundred percent. I I went on record of saying that this was a post credit scene that needed a movie. That all they really wanted to get out was that post credit scene. And they decided to write a movie that would have that post credit scene in it. And that post credit scene, I'm not going to lie, made me incredibly excited. When I was in theaters watching the end of No Way right. Home and we get that Venom post credit scene, I audibly said, so it, it didn't fucking matter. And none of it, none of it, none of this mattered. None of Venom matters because I get the idea. I get the the germ of the idea, which is that he would leave a germ of the symbiote there and it would then create a uh-huh. version of Venom in that universe. But that Venom, if they want to introduce a new Venom, they don't need Sony's Eddie Brock to do it. Venom, the symbiote has always come from space. Space exists in all the multiverse. Every multi, every Earth you go, there is space. <laughs> so it could have just come from space in the next film and we would have been right where we were right right where we want to be um my main issue with venom is that i think venom one probably i would like more because venom one starts off serious like it starts off moderately serious you're trying to figure out what's going on with this evil corporation they're seemingly killing people eddie's an investigatory journalist he's trying to figure these things out and you know as the movie goes on, it has a bit bits of comedy, bits of odd couple comedy. Venom 2 is all odd couple comedy for an hour and a half. For the entirety of the film, it's I don't want to do what you tell me to do. Well, I'm gonna make you. And that's 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 all that's the film for an hour and a half with some slivers of uh of Woody Harrelson as as Carnage. And the biggest shame was that I have a a, a bad habit 
of on the podcast before reviewing the movie you know before reviewing the movie i would review the comic that it's based on so right before we reviewed this we reviewed maximum carnage and it was kind of a fun little romp but there were bodies there was a body count you know there was different players from the marvel universe that came in and and and, and did stuff there's none of that in this because there's nobody else that venom knows you know it just goes back to you know can you kill him does he get hurt they have a battle at the end and i'm like does that hurt him does that you know because he's he lo- it looks like it would hurt but i don't know what the hell the symbiote you know physiology is so all of that i'm just i'm just it was a weird direction to take it to go comedy when this character seemingly like majority of spider-man's villains are steeped in horror and just like i said with the hulk thing like you can go into some very horrific places with the symbiote um and instead of doing that it became like a breakup movie and that's a very weird place to take this character um and i'm, al- I'm always just going to be tired of eddie and the symbiote arguing like i like them more when they're one when they're one <laughs> and like i said i read the don donnie when Co- they got it together I read the Donny <laughs> Cates Venom, so I already had a semblance of the kind of Venom I wanted. Kind of a serious badass who, who with his alien, mm-hmm. he's kind of down with his alien, and they both kind of losers, but I got your back, bro, because we're in this together kind of thing. But in the film, there's a lot of, they like they literally break up. They separate for a bit. It's a whole thing. And think about it. They break up and get back together wow. in a film that's an hour and a half long, bro. So what else could they do? What else? What else is left to do? <laughs> it doesn't. So it, it's it's all of that. Venom two definitely in uh, a bit of the bad there. Um, I am going to take your Venom two, and n- now that we're on the Marvel thing, I dare I say I'm gonna slander something MCU. I don't think I've slandered anything MCU yet besides the uh, Eternals toys, fellas. I did not like Taskmaster. I didn't like bro. Taskmaster, bro. I didn't like uh, the way they did my boy. I understand. I you understand? understand? I, I don't like I this understand. weird hoodie, got, uh, Oakley glasses wearing, uh, you know, person. I don't get it. Best case scenario for me, the suit gets taken, Boba Fett style, and... uh. Uh, the power broker, Sharon Carter, gives it to a man named Alex Masters. Mm-hmm. And we understand what they were off to the races. But this weird, like, whatever they did with that character. And they Marvel kind of been doing that a lot lately. Like, naming a character that's named in the comics and then just decided to do random ass changes with it all willy-nilly. I thought, I thought it, the Taskmaster was, like, more piffy, like, more kind of funny. On occasion, like like you know, like a bit of a smart ass, but also a badass, and all that kind of thing. And she was mute, <laughs> so it was like the Deadpool thing again, where it's like, uh, <laughs> it's yep. like okay, so, mm-hmm. so nothing, nothing, we got nothing. Uh, yeah, right? am yeah, I alone gonna... on Tasky here? What's going on? No, no, you were not. Um, yeah, that's, that's nah, that was. Nah. Now that you provided a little bit of clarity, I, I, I you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm here with you. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, I mean. I definitely agree with you on that. The Taskmaster is one of my favorite villains. You know, whether whether it's the Taskmaster you read in the comics, whether he's he's a glorified henchman, uh, or he's the leader of of his own little militia, uh, mm-hmm. or even or even if you've seen him in, uh, I loved when uh, 
he was when he was portrayed in the spectacular spider-man cartoon and wonderfully voiced by why is his name the kurgan come on somebody somebody help me out with this name the kurgan uh you know that uh, he does he, he he's like he does all the voices uh, he was, he was the Mike voice Richardson, Keith, Keith, Clancy, Clancy Brown. Sorry. Oh, Clancy Brown, Clancy Brown, Clancy Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, wonderfully voiced by Clancy Brown. Um, and so to to see him get announced to be in this movie, and then we kind of like you said, we we got Deadpooled. You know, we're yeah. like, yay, and then we're gonna get this mute version of the character who you know maintains this power set for the most part, but. He's like, what? You're telling me it's not this person, but it's this person? Ooh, that they, was... they even found the way <laughs> to make the the like the photogenic kind of stuff even like less cool by making it like a program, like a USB kind of thing that she plugs up yeah. into and, and stuff where it was like a natural occurring kind of thing. So that's what I'm yeah. just saying. Like it just felt like weird turns that they didn't necessarily have to make uh, with the character. But I, I dug the film. I actually really liked the film. There's a bunch of moments in it that I, I super dig. It gave us Yelena. You know? That's a good part of 2021. We got Yelena. It did. Florence Pugh. All the females. Man, we got females this year. Yelena. Uh, 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 Kate Bishop. We got um, Zaya Ling from, from Shang-Chi. Sylvie. Sylvie. Uh, Athena and Cersei in Eternals. Um, Sharon Carter about to be big, bad in a big way soon. Oh, girl, right. Allegra de Fontaine, um, the Countess, <laughs> whatever the heck. Elaine from Seinfeld. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's here. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to take all that good and add a little bit of, a little bit of bad. Because speaking of good, uh, female characters, what's up with all this Black Panther gossip? What's going on with all this, this, like, Bro, up in the I air sequel? I don't know. All that is taking me by surprise, man. So initially, well, there's two things. First and foremost, there's a constant back and forth with the fans about whether or not T'Challa should be recasted in general. And the death has not been that long ago. So people are people have very strong opinions on, you know, whether or not he should be. I don't have the answers. I don't think that there's a clear-cut answer, yes or no. Not this soon. Um, we're, but we're also in a universe where we've dealt with three different Spider-Men, eight different Batman, you know, so I, I kind of get that there. We just never dealt with it in a continuing narrative this long, right? Because th- that character has appeared in Civil War, has appeared mm-hmm. in uh, Infinity War, Endgame, and so to change him out wouldn't be like just changing out a guy from one film. He, he was in all those others. But the other scuttlebutt is that they were initially going to have Shiri um take over the role of black panther as she does in the comics when her brother passes away uh but rumor has it that she's refusing to get vaxxed and that has delayed uh production as you know COVID is still running rampant the omicron the the uh autobot whatever that is going on there <laughs> the variant <laughs> is going is going crazy and yeah, so now seemingly the sequel is up in the air with the latest rumors being they might just give it to Umbaku and call it a fucking day. But you want to talk about You know about what's a... crazy? I think I what? I feel like they might give it to him anyway. I mean, it, it's right there. Uh, I mean, Panther. they could, but it's going to be hard as hell. Like, do you give it to him as Umbaku? 
He's literally a villain of the of the of the Black mm. Panther. The man ape is literally a villain. Nah, of the Black but not Panther, not bro. by the end. Not by the not by the end. That's like if God forbid. What if God forbid Ben Affleck would pass away in the middle of all this Snyder stuff, and they're like, "Well, you know, we'll just make Deathstroke Batman because he kind of has kind of has the look." Right. <laughs> like, oh, right. Well, yeah. I mean, kind of. It gets kind of hairy when you get there. Um, <laughs> It, it it's you know what's the craziest thing for me though um last year before the year oh no two years ago i think i said what movie has bigger you know shoes to fill the wonder woman sequel or the black panther sequel because i believe that those the first one of both of those movies was excellent absolutely excellent mm-hmm. you know uh put those characters on the map and we've already seen the wonder woman sequel not great and now you're telling me the Black Panther sequel might be troubled as well. It's like, damn, like you can't, we can't win for losing over out here. So I want in the in the next year there better be no more Black Panther gossip. They need to get this thing dealt with. You need to put my man Namor <laughs> in it. Stop bullshitting. You need to drown Wakanda as my man did because he don't play that shit, bro. He don't play that shit. Oh my god. Plus, plus, um, you know, if we explore Check. Wakanda more and we explore other, let's say. Um, you know, territories ruled by dictatorships. Maybe we get to a Latveria eventually, you know, maybe we start talking some diplomatic talks with Latveria and their uh, Victor Von Doom over there. Who knows? But things can get a lot better once we get all this dust cleared because there is a lot of dust on this Black Panther sequel. I, I, yeah, I mean, for me, I'm, I guess I'm one of the people that views the, the character as uh, an essential. So yeah. I, I believe it should have been I should yeah. be he should be recast. Okay. It's it's too he's too important a character to the universe to then to, to just say he's gone. I mean, how are they gonna handle that in the movie? I mean, at some point right. in the movie, you have to acknowledge the fact that um, you know, Chadwick Boseman, uh, Black Panther is not in it. So how do they acknowledge that? Do they do they kill him in the movies? Does he move on? Does he retire? Right. Um you know what? What do you do with that? And then it's the the mantle of the Black Panther and even the character of T'Challa are just too important because even in the comic books, when T'Challa passes on the mantle and 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 Suri does become Black Panther, T'Challa is still around. A hundred percent. He's mean? he's the dead the dead king, right? Is that, is that right, what it was? right, yeah. right. Uh-huh. So so to me, they could easily, especially now with this whole multiverse. They could bring it back that way, I, and I and I'd be fine with that because I I believe even if Chadwick Boseman were still alive and let's say he just wasn't able to be the character anymore, even he would be like, T'Challa is too important a character to just write off. You need yeah. that character around. Um, it's an incredibly you know, delicate situation. You could imagine how many young black children saw that film and were instantly empowered and then to start the next film with and that guy died you know and right you put him right. on a plane and he never came back <laughs> like that's not gonna be easy for a lot of folks no it's not it's not so and just and just like you said like with characters like batman superman many people have acted spider-man many people have acted these characters so why not just give it to another person why you know what i, mean? I can't imagine uh if when christopher reeve died they had been like that's it we're done with Superman. Yeah. You can't no cast can another person. No again. one can ever play this character <laughs> ever again. You know what I mean? So I'm pretty sure, like I said, if Chadwick Boseman were still alive, he'd very much be like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> be fair, though, guy. 
They did wait 20 years after Reeves to, to, to do something with Superman. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, they did. Totally uh, they did. On, on, on cinema, but they still... Dean oh, Cain yes, 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 yes. On cinema. Yeah. On cinema. On, uh, yes, for cinema. Yes, cinema. for cinema. I have but an we, actor. Right. But we yeah, did, we did that, have... There's a positive. They brought back Trevor Slattery. Our boy came back. Yeah, my name is that, Trevor. That was, I'm an that was actor. the cheap pop of the, of, the, of the. That's the cheap pop of the year, right there. Cheap pop of the year, OG Mandarin showing back up. <laughs> He's an actor now. He has long hair. That's uh, right. And, and, he, and, he can, and, and he can, 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 can and he can communicate with uh, creatures from other dimensions. A weird, hairless, a uh, weird, hairy ass like monster. <laughs> that yeah, <runs> with wings, <laughs> yeah. flying exactly. asses with wings. Doesn't yes. have a face. I think he has a face. Um, is it safe to say that Tom Taylor's having the best year of ever <laughs> of all time in 2021? I mean, his his it feels <laughs> he's definitely become what you're talking about the the writer, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> yes, yes. Tom Taylor, the um, comic book writer. The comic writer, yes, he is. He he is very much turning into uh, a Jeff Lemire, Scott Snyder, uh, even a Bendis in his heyday kind of guy, where everything he writes is just fantastic. Yeah. Um. I mean, what I'm trying to what is he currently? So initially, writing? he initially he was known for Injustice and then um, Deceased, which were two out of continuity, you know, stories. So he kind of got to do whatever he wanted, and they were really like. That Injustice series is masterful. Um, I really, really like it. But most recently, uh, he's tackled Nightwing, right? That's Tom right, Taylor. right. Tackled, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen Nightwing on the top of people's lists. So yes, yeah, for best comic of 2021. So that's mm -hmm. very interesting. If I'm not mistaken, it was Mr. Taylor who outed a Jonathan Kent this year, and uh, you know, uh, it was announced that that Superman. Uh, Jonathan Kent, it was bisexual, and mm -hmm. that came from Tom Taylor, uh, his writing. Um, so I, the reason why I mentioned him in that aspect was he had to fend off a lot of, a lot, just in general. People were coming at him in, at social media. He was doing like interviews on like CNN. Like, so you made Superman gay. He's like, well, well, listen, <laughs> you know, down, he has to come down. down. Yeah, he has to come, come around and come to the, to the uh, defense or whatever. He also did Dark Knights of Steel. Which I think is still currently ongoing. It's a uh, so so it's a mini series or, yeah. or twelve issue series. Yes, yes. Yeah, twelve issue series. Um, I but like I said, I really want to get into that Nightwing. The biggest thing with Nightwing is just recently, I want to say issue number eighty six or eighty seven is all one continuous image. Like each yes. page is one image, and all the mm -hmm. panels and action and movement are all on on the page. Uh, it's kind of hard to describe, but look it up if you can. Um, but yeah. You, he goes from taking on properties where literally nothing matters, right? Like if he killed everyone in Injustice, it would have served no purpose to the main DC universe. Same thing with Deceased. It was literally a zombie story. He can do whatever he wanted with it. And all of a sudden, these stories start flying off the shelves. And next thing you know, they're giving him bigger things to tackle. And um, him being the forefront... Uh, standing by this Jonathan Kent thing, I think is huge. I put uh, Tom Taylor and his general you know, um, year up as one of the best things of 2021. But with that, I would have to say that one of the worst things to come out of 2021 was the backlash to Jonathan Kent's, <laughs> Jonathan Kent's announcement, which uh, goes yeah. to show how many people don't read comics, but still have a absurd 
um, amount of uh, things to say about them, even though they don't necessarily still read them. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was unfortunate to see to see how one how quickly people were like, so Superman is gay, and I'm like, yeah, one, yeah. it's not Superman, and right. two, he's not gay, <laughs> right? So let's 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 carefully read the article, and God forbid, let's carefully read the comic book. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's it, it it turned into one of these things where why why people are being becoming angry about something that they're not even truly vested in. As I'm saying, they don't know who the hell Jonathan Kent is, and yeah. they're going freaking crazy. And the thing is, they tested that water early on in the year when they came out with that Batman Urban Legends book, and Tim Drake was supposedly outed as. Uh, bisexual. Was it Tim Drake? I thought it was Dick. No, it's definitely Tim. They wouldn't. It do was that. definitely Tim. It was <laughs> yeah, definitely they Tim. Do they ain't trying to play. They, they already shot uh, Rick. They ain't trying the to head. play bisexual Dick. <laughs> bisexual <laughs> Dick. That's the name. Of the, that's oh, the new boy. name of it. It's like Immortal Hulk. Bisexual Dick. <laughs> oh boy. Night Dick. You know what I'm saying? New name oh, of the, name oh, that comic. <laughs> it's the new name of the comic. No, but um, yeah, people <laughs> got on. People got on those things. I felt like unfairly, like absolutely ridiculous, and like um, B. Rock was saying. Every news outlet was running with Superman is now gay instead of like a myriad of other things to 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 title it. Even I'd people, like, I would even people like I'd go to work and they'd ask me like, "Yo, is super is Superman really gay?" <laughs> but <laughs> is then Superman I really like, no. it, it reminded me of when they dropped that very 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 small very quaint hint that Loki could also be bisexual. Where he was like, you know, princes and princesses mm -hmm. or whatever the hell, mm -hmm. whatever he said. Um, and people flipped out about that too. People were like, whoa, what the hell? And the thing is, th this is an honest question because I've, I have, I've never been neither. So I, I'm really curious. Um, what is gay to a god or an alien? Like, gay seems like a very human invention. Like a very human term. This is true. A very this human, uh, black and white view of the world because we are humans and all the animals on this planet seemingly are hetero homosexual and nothing else past that but when you're an alien or a god what what are these labels what are these hang-ups about you can do this but you can't do that because people might think people might think what i got this magic hammer i could throw at people or at my laser eyes can rip them to shreds <laughs> what, is it, what does it matter what the layman what the guy on his porch thinks when I'm saving this entire world, it, it's just so, it's ridiculous in my opinion. I I agree. I agree. It's 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 like it's almost it's it slash fake news uh, slash fake outrage. People just 100%. wanting to just uh, to give their opinion on something that uh, look ever ever since those news broadcasts, what have you heard about it? Nothing. Nothing nothing so it's just unfortunate that you had to go through that in order to i guess give it publicity i mean in the words you know, I you know most, i did I, hear that that issue is like you can't keep it on shows that's no, what i hear no you can't, no, you can't. <laughs> so it's selling like hotcakes the one yeah. thing that everyone hates seemingly mm -hmm. selling like hotcakes can't keep it on yeah shows. yeah so yeah, oh, yeah but we but, but you know what's what's interesting with that is and it's such a it's such a <laughs> It's such a messed up double standard is in that same vein, you have tons of characters who are lesbians yeah, who are now coming out. No one bats yeah. an eye. No one cares. 
no one cares it's so funny i mean because look what here in the same in the same universe you have uh harley quinn and poison ivy getting married yeah they actually shared their first kiss in live action and the harley mm -hmm. quinn television show the animated as, as, series huge deal and, they had yeah. sex yes. on that show huge deal. Uh -huh. yeah but again you didn't hear jack about that no uh and then even in uh like wonder girl uh, the 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 new Latin Wonder Woman is very much a lesbian. Yara no Floor, a Yara Floor, and okay. no one gives a damn. No, <laughs> no one gives a damn. No, so it's it's just really interesting how people want to bring up things like that, but it's it's just fake outrage. No one no one really cares. No yeah. one no one really cares. I do think it's funny though how DC has. <laughs> giving themselves a way out of the whole thing by making them bisexual instead of just saying hey, they're gay. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know no, what I mean? They, um, they might still like women one day. Don't please yeah, exactly. don't leave. <laughs> or, or, or even, or even, or, I know he's bisexual, but he's going to only date women. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that's 100% what it's going to be. It, you know, can't that's, handle that's, anything that's, else. That, that's it. You know what I mean? Because in, in the Marvel Universe, we've had characters be gay for decades now. I mean, North Star came out back in the, what, the 90s? Yeah. And he and he even got he even got married. He even yeah. got married. Un and unlike Batwoman, who wasn't allowed to get married by DC editorial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they yeah. had that whole slew there. So it's like one foot in, one foot out. You got to make a choice, man. You know, are you yeah. trying to do this or you're not? Because when you're when you're when you halfway do it, we can tell. Yeah. Any, I mean, any, and then and then even in that same light, uh, just recently, um, Hulkling and Wiccan got married. Congratulations. That's long overdue, too. Those two. Yeah, those two. You know, so, at least 10 years. Yeah, about that. About that. Yeah. So it, it's something that exists and just just embrace it, people. That, no, <laughs> it's, that, it's, it's, no, don't you get it? That's the line that gets crossed. That's the line that they cannot believe. The flying, the aliens, the lasers, the shape-shifting, the webs, all that stuff. <laughs> totally believable. Gay? Nah, can't do oh it. Oh, my God. Why? It's a, line, Why? It's, a line, it's a line too far. Yes. Quick, Quickly, uh, speaking of diversity, Milestone returned this year. Uh, huge. Yeah, Spider-Man mm -hmm. fans. Back to eating again. Look, we got Miles. Miles, uh, it, um, I want to see Miles and Static Shock get together because now that Milestone's around, uh, Static Shock is now here. We have Icon, we have Rocket. They're doing things over there with those comics. Milestone, as you know, is a black-owned comic book uh, imprint that eventually mm. went defunct, and it came back to life this year. So I want to just give them their flowers for returning. <laughs> I heard the beginning of this new Static Shock stuff is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Selfishly, I also want to say the uh, a good positive of 2021 was the end of Ascender, which is seemingly the end of Descender, <laughs> a comic book series that me and B. Roke covered here as part of the Major Issues podcast that he introduced me to. And being a part of such a awesome space epic that was kind of you know like you, if you knew about it you knew about it if you didn't you didn't that's fine that uh, some of the best parts of reading comics is discovering this stuff on your own and or being led to it by a very very knowledgeable shepherd but um getting my hands on this series was really really fun as majority of stuff i read is kind of the same and it's dealing with characters whose continuity is so long that i have to sometimes look at wikipedia and go why does he have this outfit why is it this person under the mask now why is they why are they doing this why are they working here 
and to come in with basically no knowledge uh tackle descender and then ascender and be able to cover both of them this year uh was definitely a highlight so i wanted to mention that as well um jarvis you got anything good you got anything good left anything good left yeah i got i got, I got something good left we got for good we finally got a flash trailer this year baby and it was <laughs> awesome wait wait what a what flash trailer. flash trailer really flash trailer for the movie I did not know that. <gasps> it, it's a it's a semi trailer. It's a semi. Yeah, it's it's yeah yeah. It's more it's, it's, it's more of a semi trailer, but it feels it feels good, man. It feels good. It it basically confirms what we all kind of knew, which is that Michael Keaton will be returning in some capacity, at least in this film. Uh, to reprise his role as Bruce Wayne slash Batman, we get a shot of Sasha Cal Barry Allen as supergirl and we get uh, there's two barry allens in the scene so we you know none of that's been explained but we'll be getting into it seemingly like they they show they basically show the shots from the cw show of him outside his mom's house you know deciding whether or not he should be helping her seemingly setting up flashpoint slam dunking on all the dceu stuff that i was talking about from before which you know that's going to be neither here nor there but he looks like he has a new suit you know, which yeah. that's going to be good. And maybe he does get to speak to Grant Gustin in that film. And Grant's like, hey, bro, listen, they gave me shit. They're going to give you shit. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, just run. No, it's going to be the thing. It's going to be like BVS. She's the key. Stay away from Iris. <laughs> She's the key to blow ratings. Let her oh get hit by God. the car. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> Eat the hot dog, bro. He ate the hot dog. Um, oh my! So yeah, stay in yeah. the pet store. <laughs> we did, we did, we did get a, a good flash trailer. We got a good across the Spider Verse trailer. Uh, Miguel O'Hara yeah. seemingly stepping into the world of Spider Verse as teased in the beginning of Into the Spider Verse. So um, it looks like they're picking things up right where they left off there, and I can't get enough of that film in general. So I'm ready for a sequel. Uh, when it comes, we got a lot of big stuff to look forward to. They might be showing too much of the Batman at this point. I don't want to get into that right now, but <laughs> do, you, do you have any other good things over there, B Roke? Oh, um, I, I gotta just give it a big, big shout out to independent comics in general. Okay. Um, All right. I Stepping mean, it up just, this year, huh? I, big time. I mean, the independent scene has produced, uh, works of art like Stray Dogs, uh, like you said, uh, Ascender, uh, Descender, and then Ascender. Mm-hmm. Uh, books like Crossover. Um, Die, right? Die's uh, been Die. getting a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, attention lately. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Die did not uh, get me. but I it, did. it didn't get me either. I read the first volume, and I can see what people like of it. But I, I, some of this stuff, when you read enough of it, it all kind of starts to seem the same. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Certain certain things. I'm like, oh yeah. So obviously this is what the case is here, you know? Or obviously. Yeah. Like I, I, mean, I love that I've gotten to the point that in every new story, someone is told to, to be dead that isn't dead. In almost every story <laughs> that's out, you'll get some mention of how somebody died, and at the end of the volume, you'll get to it, and it'll be that person's f- fucking fine. And it's like <laughs> dun dun dun. You see, you mm. thought they were dead the whole time, and I was like, no, because I was just waiting for someone to be revealed to be alive. There's a, oh. there's a, there's a mystery in the Miles Morales game 
as to uh, a villain and i'm like oh it's it's so and so isn't it you know i'm not going to spoil it here but i'm like it has to be because rule number one of comics if a new character is introduced out of nowhere to be the friend that person is probably the fucking villain <laughs> oh boy it's like oh we're looking boy. for we're looking for to find out this this new villain Hey, you who just got here into this town today and are now my best <laughs> friend. You know who this person might be? I don't know. Nah, I don't know. I I'll don't be know. right back, though. I got uh, right, right, right. I gotta go. I got, I got something to do. No, yeah, but um, like, uh, it's a lot. yeah, but the but yeah, but the independent scene, man, has has been killing it. Um, guys like James Tiny in the fourth. Uh, you know, hey, um, I like I like, I like James. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a good Batman run, I believe. He but did his also in, detective, bro. The tis detective, right? Him detective, detective, detective. Really right. Good. But I mean, if you think that stuff is good, you got to read stuff like Department of Truth, um, and his. I believe he's got now DC Black Label has been killing it. DC Black Label has been killing it. Uh, I believe yeah. that's his his book uh, on that label is um, the Last House on the Lake, which okay. is really really good. I highly recommend it. Um, is that a horror along comic? With, it's yes, a, a, in a sense, but it's more like um, it's, it's not grotesque. It's not it's not gory. It's it's what happens is I believe the like every 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 like there's like a how do you say um uh, what, uh every, everyone goes away disappears okay how except for the people who are in this one house. And they're trying to figure out what the heck happened, and it's it's really really good. It's really really good. So I, 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 I along with that book, along like I said, anything independent or anything that's being done that's just different has been really good this this past year. Um, Scotty Young wrote a book uh, called. I, I like his the, art. <laughs> yes, well, his I love his art. I, I you get you if you give me a comic book with a Scotty Young cover, I'm happy. Yeah. But he's he's recently flexed his his writing chops with books like, you know, I hate Fairyland. Mm -hmm. And um, he he recently wrote this this book called uh, Things, the Things You Love in the Dark. OK. And it's it's damn good. I mean, it was talking about a book you can't keep on the shelves. It's it, it's out there. So, like I said, if you guys, if you want to try uh, the independent books, I mean, Image, um, Vault, Scout, Behemoth they're 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 just killing it um yeah their stories there i mean i hate to say it like this but their stories matter you know yeah. uh, you read you, you you read those stories and a character dies guess what they're probably dead yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's none of this it's none of this well they're gonna come back or you know they're not really dead no 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 these characters die stuff happens that matters and it's it's just it's wonderful it's wonderful to read a crossover crossover by donny cates comic book collectors. oh is this the one with their actually the, the writers are actually in the comic yes yeah yeah I yes and, and cool. not not yeah the writers are actually in the comics and comic book characters are bleeding into what's supposed to be a real reality that's pretty cool. And, and, and what's cool that is some of those characters. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Some of those some of those characters are interacting with their creators, and it's just leading to great, great um, uh, interactions. Yeah. So again, I highly recommend these books. I definitely look forward to covering. Oh, like Primordial and Stray Dogs. We're going to be covering later on this year. Yes. So it is so stand by for some more indie goodness because it's it's just coming out there.
Yeah, I will, I will also hammer home that sentiment. I mean, this the last two years, one could say, was a disruption from our normally scheduled program that is our regular lives. And things have kind of changed up a bit. And to be honest, these last two years has kind of taught me to kind of get out of my own comfort zone because I was so locked in that when society got disrupted with the various things that have happened i found myself lost in the sauce i gotta be able to be a little bit more free wheeling you know wheeling and dealing and um same thing with my choices of media that i consume um i'm, I'm a bit safe when it comes to some of those things you know i choose things that i recognize things that i know but almost every time that i've taken a chance on an indie comic i've really really dug it and it's partially for what you said the fin finality of it all you read it this is all there is there's probably not going to be a bunch of tie-ins and other side projects where you got to wonder where that character came from or where they're going all the story is set in this you know singular compacted story it's you know just as beautiful some of the sometimes even more beautiful because some of the experiments that they're able to do in those comics versus the mainstream stuff really really stands out so i'll go so far as to say if you're kind of getting sick of issue to issue you know the the the, the several decade long ongoing titles that that exist and the revolving door of writers uh i would say odds are if you have a favorite writer of the big two they've taken a chance on something in indie and you, their real voice is probably in those projects uh where, where they lent their voice to marvel and dc on occasion so i uh, go out check out some of those uh some of those projects like chip zadarsky you know following him in fraction of Se uh, sex criminals was was great mm. you know like i loved his voice on different um stuff in marvel and dc and then i went over there i'm like this is him you, you just reads like him you know like it just is this, this entire writer's voice so yeah i agree um i would even go so far as to say make something make something this year please dude make something because uh if you have the ability to make something and uh, you recognize it, whether it be a podcast like this, whether it be t-shirts, whether it be um, maybe writing your own comic book, filming your own movie, writing your own script, all those kind of things. If you acknowledge that you have that great power to do so, you also have a great responsibility to do so. Because if your project gets taken by somebody else, somebody else picks up your idea and runs with it, it's nobody else's fault but your own. Or even worse, if, you're, if no one runs with your idea and you are robbing this world, of your great idea, your great film, your great script, your great podcast. There's no one to blame but yourself. So try to create something uh, in this year because it always starts with just one, just one podcast, one page, one song, you know, and it, that could really uh, change things for the better. So try to get on that. Uh, what you got? What you got, Jarvis? Good, bad, indifferent? Good, bad, indifferent. Yeah, you got anything else on the list? Let's see. Let's see. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep it pretty. You know, I'm not trying to add more. Than, you know, <laughs> I, feel you. I only got one more thing, and I'm almost certain you have it on your list too. So I'm gonna put a pin in that. Uh, B Roke. Uh, I'm sorry. So you're looking for something good or something bad? Uh, what, 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 we're looking at the bottom of the barrel now. What, 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 what do you got that you really want to talk about? Oh, well, we covered it earlier this year, and I'm sorry, but that whole DC future state, oh, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> it, was, it, it was so arduous, like reading, it was so much work, and then 
it was kind of scattershot. Like some of it felt like it was in line with each other. Some of it felt like it completely had nothing to do with the rest of it. DC couldn't decide whether or not it was continuity or not. Like initially they were like, this is going to be 5G. And then they were like, oh no, don't worry. It's just like a what if scenario. And they're like, oh no, it's a what if, but here, you know? And it's like, what's going on? Is it, <laughs> is it this yeah. future? Is it not? What the hell is going on? And to be honest, I've, I've yet to go back to a weekly book since that event. I, they kind of they kind of burned me out, bro. They kind of sort of burned me out. But I already picked that the first DC book I get back onto will be Tom Taylor's Nightwing because they've just been saying too much good stuff about it. I gotta get on it, and I gotta meet Bitewing, his dog. So, you know, Bitewing, Bitewing, bro. It won a poll. Wow. <laughs> it won a wow. poll online. But yeah, man, wow. Future State, bro. How yeah, things just been dropping balls since since Doomsday Clock, huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. DC, main universe DC. Again, I, I tell you right now, um, the Black Label stuff. And, I mean, there, there are a couple, like like books like Nightwing, um, Swamp Thing have been very good. But on a whole, the, the DC lineup is just, I mean, it's, it's kind of sad yeah. when more than half of the solicitations for DC are Batman books. Yes. Yep. And some of them are good. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's 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 a bad, but it, it, that's that's how much of a, a crutch Batman is. Yeah. Where he's got what well, I think like four regular books, and then he's got a bunch of black label books. He's got a bunch of you know where it's 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 Batman adjacent books. You know, tons. Yeah. There's there's a Robin book. There's a Robin's book. There's Nightwing. There's um. Red Hood, and then mm-hmm. he's there's also Task Force Z, I believe it's called, where he yeah. where Red Hood is leading of a group of zombie characters. Right. It's just like, man, like can can we can we get some new gods? Can we yes. get some 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 out some of these out there characters to come back to DC? Plastic I mean, Man, where's Plastic Man at? Bring yeah, Plastic yeah, yeah. Man's ass in. <laughs> you know, like something, guys, like help us out. Yeah. There's there's so much more beyond Batman that it's just like. You know, and and I, I, what sucks to say is it's you you kind of can't blame them because it's it's what sells. So yes. if the consumer if the consumer is not giving giving their money to these other things, then you can't blame DC for producing these things. 100%. So guys, try to read some other stuff, please. Yes, get <laughs> give, give give something else some sales so we could actually it could actually do well. And yet you said Batman is a tried and true character, but even recently in film hasn't even been doing all that, all that well. It's, it's not a um, guarantee success. It's, it's a very high chance. It's extremely high chance for, because of just familiarity in general, but it's not a guarantee. um, And they need to remember that. Yep. Big time. Your push comes to shove there. Yeah. So yeah, the future state, mm. I, I've already sold a tremendous amount of those issues. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh yeah. Yeah, it was, if you... Some if of the neon colors did, looked cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of, the, some of the stuff was okay, but... The Neo-Tokyo I mean, look was, 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 was a choice. On a, on a whole, quite forgettable. Yes, I can agree. Um, but we go from... I just wanted to mention that you, you, you were talking about batman and we're going we're doing another batman this year whether people like it or not that this was going to happen and um 
I have already gone on record of saying that DC has no restraint, so we will see a like a, a, a nod or an allusion to the fact that there's a Joker in that universe. I've already said it; it's gonna happen because DC can't can't fucking help it. They can't they can't help but go to the <laughs> same well when it comes to shit. And it's just so sad because that means that we won't get our a Snyder Joker, aka Jared Leto, but he'll be too busy. On his own film, which is one of my uh, worst things to come to 2021, which is the the many, 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 many delays of Michael Morbius' solo film. What the hell is going on with this movie? What is what what are they doing wrong? This is a film that has been up until this date. It's been moved seven times, seven times. It was supposed to come out on July 10th of 2020. It was supposed to come out on July 31st of 2020. It was supposed to come out on March 19th of 2021. Then pushed to October 8th of 2021. Then January 21st of 2022. I put it on the schedule when um, when it moved to January 28th of 2022. And now we're sitting at an uh, April Fool's Day release. And why would I be a sucker to believe that? Why would I be a sucker to believe that it's going to come out then? You know? I don't. I don't trust them. What's going on? That's with crazy Morbius? that we should have, have. It's crazy that we should have seen it by now, right? We, it was set for twenty twenty, so it makes me believe that they were going to have things mm-hmm. in there that weren't in No Way Home. So what? What are we doing now? With, with all these mergers of the universe and people getting pushed and pulled in different directions, uh, Michael Keaton is in, is in that movie. They talk about Venom though, in that movie. Is it a? How can it be both a movie that has Michael Keaton in it? It's all over the place. And Venom in it. You understand? Both MCU and Sony seems very Michael fucking Keaton weird. is from our, is from MCU. Yeah. Every time this gets delayed, I want to see it less. So I put it down as one of the worst because I've I, the amount of. I'll, I'll make this ap- apropos the amount of plasma that they pulled out of me. <laughs> when, uh... <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, I'm drained. I, I have no will. I, it, it became a running joke between me and other people who weren't really big into comics. Like, are you going to go see Morbius? Uh, I don't know. I'm like, oh, it might be good. It might be good. The delay. Delay. Are you going to? Hey, are you going to see more? Oh, are you going to see more? Gonna... Now nah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done talking about it. I got nothing else to say about it. They done released like two minute long <laughs> clips uh, the other day of, of the film. So they're seemingly ready yeah, to fucking show it. I saw that. Yeah. It feels bloodshotty. It feels new mutancy. I'm not hyped for this. Does Jared it? Leto, yeah, bro. Definitely does. I uh, definitely get a new music vibe from it. Jerry Leto that, just, just, you know, you had a good, you had a good thing going, I guess, seemingly. See, with now we're all, hunka, now hunka. we're all getting, now we're all getting sad. <laughs> now, we're, now, yeah, now we're. B Rogue, you got anything good on that list? I got, yo, I got for, something. For, for, I got, I got something good. You got something good, Jarvis? What, what, you, what you, got, you got? What you got? What you got? I got good. I got Matthew Murdoch, baby. Oh boy, Matt Murdoch and Kingpin are back. You know what baby. I'm saying? We getting a, 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 the beginning of Marvel Netflix. We will not be getting Cottonmouth back because he is fighting vampires. Um, so he's going to be stuck doing that for a bit. But I got yeah, Matt man. Murdoch back. Man. We're trickling them in. I'm, I'm not now. I'm getting greedy. John Bernthal, Kristen Ritter, bro. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Anybody right, else? Right. You gotta do. Gotta do what you wow. gotta do. I love him. Leave, I love him. You gonna leave? You gonna? You gonna? You gonna cut Foggy off at the knees like that, bro? Bring in John Favreau for Foggy. That's what I'm saying. He was oh, Foggy wow. in the bit in the 
Let's do it. I'm with, I'm, with, I'm with that. I'm with that. That would be, that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. You don't even sell it, bro. You don't even sell it. You just put them in and it is what it is. Nobody asks any questions. That's it. And so, <laughs> and, and we're good to go. Um, yeah, man. Like, uh, it was, uh, listen, we did an entire episode where we eulogized the Marvel Netflix shows because we just had to talk about them before they never got spoken about them again. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a lot of up in the air about what they were going to do, if they were going to recast them, were they going to bring them back. Um, you know, you, we still got things like Runaways up in the air. We still got things like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. up in the air as far as where do they exist, whether it matters, all this other kind of stuff. So I think the future of matt murdoch in the mcu is still yet to be told because we don't really know which matt murdoch this is we don't really know if this is the one that fought for dragon bone it's all right it's all it's 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 okay we're here now bro we're here yeah him and jennifer gardner just put them together and act like like nothing happened (laughs) (laughs) and then and they would be good but yeah uh you don't need to be a good lawyer to know that matthew murdoch coming back is uh some good news you know, I'm, I'm a little upset that you didn't mention Mike Coulter, man. I'm there with him. You, you, you know what it is? I, I'm uh, being petty because I'm sort of kind of mad that um, we, we will never get a Cottonmouth again. Like, I loved the character of Cottonmouth in that show. And, like, Mike Coulter coming back, that's, that's cool. But, like, those two, I thought that was, that was the show. And they killed that man off. And rumor has it, that's the only reason why he signed up for the show. Was they were gonna kill you know who they, you know who they didn't kill off, Diamondback, Turk Turk Barrett, baby. Yeah, Turk Barrett is around. Turk Barrett, baby. Turk Barrett, baby. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Turk Barrett, Barrett, we still got Trish talk out here. There's a lot going on, bro. Um, nobody uh, cares about your cray cray, Jennifer. Oh my, Jessica, Jessica Henwick. Who I said Jennifer. I'm so sorry. Jessica Henwick, who played Colleen Wing on Iron Fist. Oh, uh, yeah. She actually denied a role in Shang-Chi because of hopes that she might eventually be able to play uh, Colleen again. Colleen, yeah. Yeah, so she I, turned I, down I, the I, MCU. Payday. She was, she was, she was, um, she's the one, she was the- she's the one that's going to bring Danny Rand through and then he's going to get jobbed out. No, bro. He's going <laughs> to, he's going to show up. She's gonna show up and you're like, What happened to Danny? Oh, he died on the way over here. Yeah. The portal <laughs> and we're the, all gonna, the, and we're closed all on him. The, the, the portal closed on him. <laughs> closed on him. Whoops. That's it. The portal Damn. closed on him. Damn. Bro, we don't need his tiger showman karate stuff. Seriously. Up all I mean, this you know, listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Look, of all the and of I'm, all those shows. I'm, and I'm disappointed that it has to be this way. Let the record show. All right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, of all those shows, they rushed the production of, of Iron Fist. They really, really did. So that's why, if you notice, from Iron Fist Season 1 to Iron Fist Season 2, it, it really got better. It did get better. But, yeah, that, that, yeah. that Season 1 definitely had a left, a left a sour taste. So, yeah, I mean, if, that, if that's the one that gets left behind, sure. You know, but there's definitely going to be Iron Fist. I mean, Shang-Chi showed that. Shang-Chi showed that there's they're, yeah. they're, they're, do, they're doing the whole, uh, what is it, five so or, or seven cities? Yeah, you know, you saw the color. Yeah. yeah, right. So, and yeah. so it's it's coming. Stand by. There's going to be another Iron Fist. It's coming. Mm-hmm. But will it be the Iron Fist? <laughs> Your Iron Fist. That's a, that's a good point. I, I don't right? think so, sir. I don't think so. <laughs> 
I don't think so. <laughs> we, got a, we, got an, we got an entire Avengers musical this year. <laughs> oh, we did. We did. And, and I mean, I mean, I sat through that entire post credit scene waiting for some big payoff with it. No. It's just no, that song. It was it was it was just here, man. Look, this is you want to see the whole production behind the song? Here you go. That uh that Ant-Man dancer is really really liking his job. <laughs> that he does. Guy, that guy's out he there. Does. He <laughs> He's does. He's out there having a lot of fun. Oh yeah, he, yeah. I, I love the fact that, that Jeremy Renner, you know, Hawkeye brought that up. He's like, you know who wasn't there? That guy. That <laughs> Ant-Man. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, the suicide squad. Oh wow. Suicide Squad was good. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Big old star. Uh Harley Quinn kicking ass. John Cena as the peacemaker. Mm-hmm. He was pretty damn mm-hmm. hilarious. He's getting his own yep. show. Um, Sylvester Stallone as King Shark. Also equally hilarious. Um mm-hmm. the whole polka dot man of it all. Um um Ratcatcher and and Sebastian. Um seeing Idris Alba. That is yeah, he just play. You know what it is? You know what it is? Because I try to like pair his face with Hemdow, and those are two completely different looks. Um, Ooh, completely different looks. Yeah, and yeah, you know, he goes for, he goes as he goes from the doorman of Asgard to <laughs> to yeah. the leading man of this film here. Um, and we got to see Pete Davidson get shot in the face. So I think like it was almost a damn near perfect. That was movie. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when when it got to the point of Harley Quinn stabbing through an alien starfish's eye and swimming in the juices alongside a army of rats, I just knew that this is this, everything has just gone out yeah. in the best way. So I, yeah, I wanted to mention uh, the Suicide Squad, but I think I'm about up on my list. If you gentlemen have things you want to talk about, I am down. Yeah, I'm 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 up. I am. Um, uh... Um, Matt Murdock was my was my you know that was your that yeah, was your uh, farewell. What you got on that list, B. Roke? Mm, more more yummy goodness to talk about. More um, yummy. Yeah, let's see. Uh, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think because you know it's uh, do you guys have this issue where 2020 and 2021 kind of bleed together? A hundred percent. There's a bunch yeah, of things I, I had yeah, to fact check yeah, to yeah. make sure that they came hell out yeah. this year, not last. You know year. where where it's like, oh yeah, that, no, that was 2020. Oh yeah, wow, that was damn, that was that was two years ago. Like that was crazy. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Because I mean, like for me, I, I, I what comes to mind was the boys, and I'm pretty sure that finished in 2020. Yeah, I don't think we got any of the boys last year. You know, so so much so much stuff has um just been from two years ago. It's 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 crazy to to think back on certain things, you know. Um Yeah. Uh well, hey, one one great thing I enjoyed this year. We didn't really talk about um any of these this topic, so to speak, animated movies. And Encanto ah. Encanto uh was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I actually just it. actually just saw that too. That was awesome. My daughter freaking loves that movie, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got nieces and nephews singing songs for me already, and I'm like, ah, oh, that was yeah, yeah. Best. It's 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 one of the <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of the few movies that I've like I've been on the hunt for the soundtrack. Ah, um, I yeah, really and loved um, it. I I'm starting I'm starting to get around with the songs too but um that's only be- i i i would know some right now but that's only because i've been my little pony to death 
That's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. No. But uh no, Encanto really really yeah, has Encanto a Encanto is pretty fly, man. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Yeah, the man. songs are very catchy. Um I also watched In the Heights and if if having seen both, the songs from Encanto are stay with you much more. And Yeah. Also seeing seeing um I mean I believe the both of us are, are we're all Latino here. Yes. Seeing Latin Latin characters mm-hmm. and seeing Latin culture being embraced in, in such a Disney way was uh, amazing. You know, oh, yeah. like oh, I mean, 100%. I've been, oh, yeah. yeah, but seeing seeing all the posts about people talking about like just hearing the language and also um seeing the like authenticity and everything the, the behind it. That, I feel yeah, like Huh? I feel like Disney does an awesome job with that part. Yeah. I mean, I was I was marking out uh in the group chat because I was playing Miles Morales Spider-Man and one of the things they have you do early on in the thing is you go to his house and he's having his mother's cooking dinner and you're supposed to like, you know, uh turn on the radio and and clean up, you know, a little bit around the house. And if you go over to where she's making dinner, she has arroz con gandules, she has pasteles, she's frying platanos. Um, I'm sitting there going, what? I first of all, I've never seen, I've never seen pasteles portrayed anywhere, right? Anywhere, (laughs) like not just in a video game, but like I've never seen them in comics. I've never seen them portrayed anywhere. So I'm looking, I'm like, that. It's wrapped up in the string. Like that can only be one thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, it it's it's a um, it's it's well overdue. But I take it being well overdue, so long as it's done well, done right. Yeah, you understand. Um, there's been a lot of talk recently about diversity and and what companies are doing it for real and what companies are doing it for show and so long as they keep approaching miles with both sides of his family the way that they have it's a completely different take on the spider-man genre and i think that exploring that like i said when i watched uh into the spider-verse and they played reggaeton in the movie i was like where are we (laughs) like that's because that's my new york that's the new york i remember that all the spanish you know uh overlay Everyone has a different New York, right? Depending on where you right. come from, depending on what, yeah. what your experience. And mm-hmm. I that's a just has been an overlay and a point of view that I have ne- I haven't seen experienced yet. So now that is being experienced in both animation with stuff like Encanto, and then having these kids see somebody that kind of looks like them in both that and in um, Miles Morales' Spider Man, like I, we winning, you know, we winning. And Miguel O'Hara mm-hmm. coming soon, so you know, oh. he, you hate him, don't you? I don't like. Why do you? I don't mess with Miguel, man. Why? What's your beef? You don't like to live I, in the I, year 2099? I can't. I, can't it, I hate the suit. You, you hate, hate the, the suit? Wow. I hate the suit. The suit is a big part for me, man. Is it the spikes? Wow. Is it the um, spider logo? Is it the blue? I I disliked the suit since, since I was young. Maybe if it was a, a different color scheme, but even if it wasn't a different color scheme, I don't think I'd be with it because red and blue and, and so are spidey colors. But like, even I just I just can't get around to the suit. So because I haven't got gone around to the suit, I've just like dismissed him completely. 
poor guy. I mean, he will be making this up. That's another. That's another check for Mr. Oscar Isaac, who will be coming to us this year in the year 2022 with both Moon Knight and uh, Across the Spider Verse Part One. You want to talk about ambitious Part One and Part Two of an animated film? Wait a minute. Go back. Mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac is doing the voice of of Miguel O'Hara. He was he was the voice of Miguel O'Hara in the first one, so I'm assuming that they bring his ass back. Oh, he weird. did he did he did the voice in that post credit scene. Yeah, yep. I didn't I didn't ca- I didn't catch that. Wow. Yeah. Hopefully they make me care. That. Oh my god, this guy well, out of control. Want, I, well, about him, but I'm 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 gonna fucking go see the movie, of course, you know, but. Um, bro, it's Nueva York. Let's go, bro. It's es Nueva That's York. Fu- <laughs> it's Nueva. No, what's it? No, what is it? Didn't wasn't his future called Nueva York? It was Nueva something, yeah. wasn't it? I, I forget. But he's. A, I he's wouldn't a be able to say. I'm just saying, yeah, because I feel like it would be. Well, that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, it was it was Oscar Isaac. He will be uh, playing him in both, cashing those checks, like cashing those Marvel checks, like Haley Steinfeld, mm-hmm. who played yep. uh, Spider Gwen, and is also mm-hmm. King Bishop, cashing yep. them checks. Crazy, wow, yeah, no, I'm 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 super hyped for Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah, we got some big things coming on uh, next year that I am excited for. We hit five years. It's comic book click uh this year which you know thank you for all you guys uh following and stuff we've been really receptive to the merchandise really receptive to the youtube stuff and the podcast is doing well and it just it's fun i love doing this stuff it can get a bit um overwhelming sometimes on occasion when it's we're tackling big subjects and you really really want to make sure you nail down everything but it's always fun it's always a fun conversation with you fellas and um yeah to many 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 years more to i i hope that we are podcasting well after um morbius 2 or cabins we'll be podcasting all the way to 2099 and that's when Morbius is going to drop. So we'll be good. That's, oh, my. We're going <laughs> to keep it going to Morbius. Um, uh, B-Roke, you got one more? <clears throat> Oof. Um, no, I, I think... I, I think I think that's that that's everything, honestly. Yeah. It's a lot. It's been, it's been know, a hell of a year. And majority of this been, stuff, yeah. we've tackled long form. On certain episodes, like I said, Ascender Descender, we were able to talk about, uh, there's an episode on Superman and Lois, The Suicide Squad, Invincible, Zack Snyder's Justice League. You can hear me curse out on Venom 2 or Titans. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> check, out, check all that stuff out. Uh, one of the episodes I want to look back <laughs> on is, I want to say in our first year of podcasting, we literally took that DC slate of films seriously and tried to guess whether or not any of them were going to be good or not. And considering half of those, more than half of those films never existed, uh, that'd be a fun listen back. But um, I wanted to end on, um, we lost a lot of people. We lost a lot of people uh, in 2021, some notable writers, some notable artists uh, and stuff. And some due to COVID, some due to old age, Richard Donner, we lost uh, last year, director of um, the first two Superman films. Uh, Huge, but the biggest pop culture loss we probably lost. We lost Betty White like two days ago. Three days yeah. ago. The yeah. last day of the year, we lost her. And I, I'm putting that up for Deadpool. You know, like that's what that's my comic right, book. Right. Ty, he's a huge Mungus Golden Girls fan. And Ryan Reynolds loves Betty White uh, specifically. So, um, you know, rest in peace. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pencil you in for a hundred. 
Like I, I don't really care. Like you get you get you're seventeen you know days saying? short. You're seventeen days short. But if you count leap years and carry the one and all that, I'm pretty sure you hit a hundred years old woman and hundred years <laughs> of glory. So thank you so much uh, for all that you have done, uh, Miss White. Um, Odds are there'll be more stuff that can be recommended to us to, to tackle some real gems of 2020. We didn't even get Umbrella Academy uh, last year. So, no. yeah. And that, 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 was, that was like one of the things that I was like, oh, we had Umbrella Academy. And I'm like, nah, that was 2020. No. Yeah, we don't get well, a new we are, season but we, this but year. But we are, getting, we are getting a new season this year. A hundred percent. And I cannot wait. They've already started to uh, promote the new season. So we are ready to get on that. Odds are they're going to drop, you know, uh, Miss Marvel any day now without telling us because it was supposed to come out late last year. Uh, so... I'm almost yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing I'm seeing yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing, I'm seeing more little promos for that as well as uh, speaking of Umbrella Academy I've seen uh more teasers of who the Sparrow Academy are so I'm I'm getting more and more hype for that. Right. And we also got humongous blockbusters like I said the Batman will be coming out, Aquaman 2 will be coming out. We got Black I think Black Panther 2 is coming out. If not we definitely have um Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, like we said, is already yep. everything is coming off the rails. But if you want to know where you could catch a bunch of cool guys talking about each and every one of those things that are going to be coming out this year, you can do so the same way you've been doing so thus far. And that's listening to the Major Issues podcast available at comicbookclick.com, which is not only the one-stop shop for all Comic Book Click merchandise, but every single episode of the Major Issues podcast, over 210 episodes locked and loaded on that site. We will be working on some new articles uh very very soon i have one that i'm working on currently about spider-man villains that have never appeared in live action but could possibly do some damage in the mcu so we'll be talking about some um some of that yeah stuff. chameleon yeah. I, uh, he, he's, he's on my list are you are you giving up my list bro he's on my list and you're, spoilers you're right. spoilers absolutely, absolutely ridiculous bro absolutely why did i bring you Sorry. anyway <laughs> no but um, we're hoping to make these uh, list articles and then take it the next step further and actually film uh, some of this stuff and get some of these articles out into the world of YouTube uh, so that those who like to hear us can check out the podcast. Those who like to see us can check out um, the YouTube and those who don't want to hear us or see us can just read the articles on, <laughs> uh, on uh, click.com. So make sure you go to comicbookclick.com. You can also go to comicbookclick.com and hit that uh, support cbc or support comic book click button it'll take you to our patreon patreon.com slash cbc clubhouse where for as little as 10 cents a day three dollars a month you can help support us and keep our lights on like i said we're working already on some new bits of content and some of that software or hardware is a bit costly and every dollar counts we put every amount of money that gets put towards our merchandise and stuff like that back in to the system for software, hardware. Like I said, editors, I was paying a Russian editor to edit all my reactions. It's a whole thing. Don't worry about it. Uh, he might've stole some, some information from the government, but that, none of that matters. All that matters is we're doing our best to get our content across the finish line for you guys. So if you guys can support us, uh, you know, word of mouth, share the podcast. We're available wherever podcasts are found. Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, the Apple Podcast app, TuneFind, YouTube, Spotify. Um, we're available on Facebook now. So as soon as this episode is live to the world, 
um, facebook.com slash comic book click will have uh, the episode up. And we are all across all social media. We want to get more interactive with you. We are considering possibly a live show a week. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. I put that, I put that, I put that seed into the ground. Um, uh, where we could just chat it up, you know. Obviously, still on comics, comic book click, but a little bit more uh relaxed, you know. Uh no pants is rule number one. So think about that. Consider that. Uh we got all these stuff. We we're trying this to get bigger. Top, you know. That's it. We we're trying to um, you know, give you guys the content that you've been looking for. It's about damn time we ramped this thing up, and that's exactly what we're looking forward to doing in 2022. And the only way to make sure that you're staying on top of it is by following on Facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or using the hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. I've been to the future. We do become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic books, comic book media. We have our own building. It's a whole big thing. But I can't tell you how we do it because it will mess up the timeline and it will put us in a timeline where there's a Venom 3, 4, 5, and 6. And no one wants that. So we're just going to leave things as they are. Fingers crossed we don't end up in that future state anyway like like the comics do. And uh, yeah, we, we will see you guys hopefully better on the other side. So like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Consider rating and reviewing us wherever podcasts are found. Did you know you can review on Spotify now? If you have Spotify and you're listening to this through Spotify, consider reviewing the podcast. Give us a million stars. If that can't give us a million, give us five. We don't accept any lower lower than five, though. It's a, it's like an algorithm thing. So go ahead, hit five, get our audience to grow, help us grow as podcasters, and find out what you like and what you don't. Um, because we are here to serve you, and thank you guys so much for a tremendous year. And let's kick ass next year. But my name is George Serrano, aka the Don, and I'm Alex, aka B Rook. Woo! I'm your Cloudus Maximus. And this has been our best and worst of 2021. And remember, whether 2021 was your year or not, like I said, we got some big things coming in 2022. So strap in, get ready. Remember that you are the click and always remember that you, yes, you are worthy.